Hey, everybody. We're back finally with this week's episode of All My Friends Are Undead. Uh, I have been fighting computer technical issues for the last hour. So, one, I apologize for the delay if you're watching live. Two, I apologize if I just sound like I'm eternally angry. It's because I currently am. Um, might hit my computer with an axe later. I don't know. Tech support told me to turn it off and on again. That sounds like hit it with an axe. It's basically the same thing. We'll see what happens. But, as always, guys, my name is MPI. I will be playing Gregory, and uh, we will start with Rab and go around the table of who everyone else is. Rab, go. Hey, everybody. It's Rab. I'm playing Damian Reed, uh, who is a Ventru and has pissed everyone in the party off by this point. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Who's next? Um, right. Strix okay. is not with us this week. He had some yeah. uh, personal things to attend to. So he is not going to be with us this week. So we will jump straight to our good friend Stairbender. Tell us who you are oh. and who you're playing. Uh, I am playing the lovely character of Iggy Wright, a Toreador. Right. And Sodomi, who are you? Who you I'm Sodomi. I'm, I'm playing Xantha, the group's resident trolley goblin little... Emo goth chick. I like it. <laughs> and Mallet, who are you and who are you playing? I'm Mallet Editor. I'm playing Ari, or Ariadne is her full name. And I'm really sick this week. I don't have COVID, I promise. <laughs> yeah, so Mallet is a little There's bit a sick, so we might have to take a couple of breaks, which is fine. Um, but last but not least as always our storyteller is mark b writing mark take it away my friend okay so um first off i'm just going to say please don't die mallet uh and then moving on from that <laughs> i'll be fine it just sounds like i am i i stand by my initial assessment please don't die mallet um at least wait till after stream no, don't die at all. <laughs> if you're gonna die, do it on stream. We need, we need the fuse. God damn it! <laughs> we need we we need that ad revenue so I can build a new PC since mine's broke as hell. She more fucking dies on stream. You need to stay alive if you need the ad revenue because I'm the eye candy or something like That's that. Oh, I don't freaking know. Excuse me, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, your point. <laughs> Dang. Wow! Listen, wow! If they if they want a chocolate ball, I'm right here. Okay, if they want a milk dud to salivate in their mouth. Like they, I'm, I'm right here. All right, is it time for our first break yet? Because I think I need a. Beer. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to take a five minute break so we can all go throw up. I'm gonna get the taste of the milk dud out of my mouth now. Thanks. That's what they said. Oh my God. Anyway, Christ. <sighs> Please don't kill Mallet either, you fucks. God. All right. So, when last we left our characters, uh, they had gone to uh, Gary, Indiana, at the behest of the Prince of Chicago, and then were immediately sent back to. Oh, you you gave me uh, a smiley person with a rainbow. Thank. <laughs> mine, mine was a unicorn. <laughs> I got a rhino. Yeah. No, I didn't get a, any oh, no, mine's a dragon. Yo, that's sick. <laughs> I must have them all because I haven't been getting them. So, Indiana? Yes. So, uh, we all went to Indiana, as you do. 
and basically you were all sent back. They were all sent back. Whatever. Uh, oh, Rab sent Rob, Rob another one. Um, I don't know. A pride lion. <laughs> Thank. Anyway, uh, we all went to. Um... God, the poor people that listen to like the audio version of this or watch it on YouTube are like, what the fuck. <laughs> we're going on twitch and people keep donating things and every time they donate things we get new and we get new emojis so every time we get an emoji uh it says like it says thank, thank and like you. there's a button that comes up so that's just immediately my thought process is to just go thank <laughs> which is glorious and Glory. now you know the rest of the story okay so anyway uh you guys were all sent by modius to go talk to the prince of Chicago, Loden, and explained to him, you know, that uh, Modius says, fuck you, I'm not going to fucking do what you tell me, but also give him the message from Modius, which is, you know, him whinging and being a little bitch a lot. As you do. Mm -hmm. Like you do. <laughs> Seems about right. And then what happened? <laughs> so in the car on the way back, uh, the characters got into a, a bit of a debate about, you know, uh, moral quandaries, the existence of, of nature, things of that nature, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And uh, this ultimately ended with uh, Xanthra punching uh, Damien in the face and the characters getting hot and heated after that, at which point, um, you know, Damien basically told Xanthra to go fuck herself and left. Yes. Yep. So, uh, so the, the, the Power Rangers have had a fight uh, in last week's episode. Will they be able to reconvene in order to fight off Rita Repulsa this week? Let's find out. <laughs> now, before we get started here, there is no real downtime since it's just the next day. But right. Ariadna uh, Mallet has specifically requested um, a, a period where Ari would make an appointment to meet up with Damien right when the sun goes down to have a conversation. So we are actually going to start with a role-playing session with them specifically. So okay. I'm, I'm going to show up. I'm going to knock on his office door. Like I made it through all the official channels, so it's he can't ignore me. Uh, yeah, so you would have come in and, and sat down, and my assistant would have buzzed me. Yeah. Uh, so. And then I would have said, to let you in, and he, of course, would walk you to the door and, and let you in. Hi. We need to talk. Yeah, I, I think we do. Why don't you have a seat? I will do that. I first wanted to apologize. I think I went a little overboard. I said some things that were very hurtful, and I do apologize for that. Um, I, I feel like I'm the one that needs to apologize to you. Um because I think what I said really drove you to what you said. Um, and uh, I think it just, in the heat of the moment, I said things I definitely didn't mean. I accept your apology. I, think I of course, accept yours. I want to be friends again. We need to work together on this. I know this is something that is new to all of us, and we're all taking it different ways, but I, I want to be friends again. <laughs> I, I would like that too. And I, I think I, I need to be more sensitive to the fact that, you know, the, this, the vampire world is, is so similar to politics. It's so similar to the political world that I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and I have been able to find the positives. 
but I know you're really struggling with it. And I need, I need to be more sensitive to that. You don't have to be. It's fine. I just, I know, I know we all got super heated, but I was in the wrong and, um, we all, I don't want to die. We all need to work together. So. And I don't want you to die either. So I think we need to maybe work together to patch things up with everyone. I um, agree. <laughs> although I don't know if I can repair things with Xanthra. I really don't. I'll, I'll talk to her. She um that uh, that is something that I you know I'm used to debates and I'm used to arguments and I'm, and I'm used to uh, discussing things. But um, once you punch somebody in the face, that pretty much uh, ends ends the diplomacy at that point. You're not wrong, um, but she's. I mean, it, I didn't really feel it. It was like being hit by a fly, but <laughs> it still was. It's it's the it's the gesture that matters there. She and, she's young. She's impulsive, and. I don't think is very used to um, social situations. Uh, yeah. I also don't think she does well with the food. This, this is your storyteller here letting you know that that's a, that uh, to translate, which she means talking to fucking anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we could try to get everybody to meet up. We could try to talk everything out and then figure out how to talk to Loden about this whole Indiana situation. I, I think that's a good idea, and I think we need to come at it with cooler heads and not as uh, emotionally as we were, because I think we were all a little amped up after the entire situation. And, Just a little bit. Um, uh, a lot I went think, down, I think. <laughs> I think if we can discuss it uh, a little bit more calmly, uh, that would be... Uh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I will let you approach the others. I don't think they'll even listen to me at this point. Um, if I tried to call a meeting, okay, um, so, and um, I guess you can tell if you if you want to speak to Xanthra, that's fine. But uh, she's got to understand that I need an apology. Well, uh, yeah. or she's not going to be welcome here. Uh, well, she did kind of punch you in the face. I'd want an apology for that. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know you didn't really feel it, but I mean, again, it was like basically, but still. <laughs> You know, yeah. So like, so because I, so because Ixtra's not here, we're gonna shit talk Xanthra all night. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> well, if you actually let me like say my next sentence, Mark, <laughs> you know, oh, no, overlooking the punch would be like overlooking how you know Strix looks like he was hit by a bus and then dragged halfway down the street and eaten by a bear. And so spit by the bear, Don't yeah, vomited up. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would have said shit out by the bear personally, but that's fair. I am a lady. <laughs> I will not use such crass language. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Great, now you killed her. Now, yeah, I'm so trying not, not to. Good, Mark. Uh, all right. Can't so nice things. Do you okay, want back to RP. Meet, do you want to meet here, or do you want to meet elsewhere? I don't know. What do you think? Do you think neutral ground would be better, or do you think maybe I can, I can see if Greg will open up his place? I mean, this has kind of become like our place, and yeah. I, I wanted to go back to that. But if we need to meet on neutral ground to make up and fix everything, then we can. Okay, I'll um. I'm, you just want to see how okay the other with feel. you. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna like pull out my phone and just like shoot a message to everybody saying, 
meeting question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know how the actual players feel about this, but I do feel as though outside of the three of you, I don't think anybody took it in a particularly bad or good way one way or the other. Like, I exactly. certainly didn't get anything from uh, Greg or Iggy beyond beyond Iggy being like, whoa, when uh, when fists started flying. I don't think it was the fists. I think it was uh, the insinuation that someone was better off dead. <laughs> the pun- You also were, were like, whoa. The also punch, the too. punch. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. not like, yeah, not irreparable. Yeah. But I'm going to shoot a message to... I'm assuming we've got a group chat going by now that basically just says meeting question mark. Strix responds, can't leave, clowns will eat me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to text back. I think that would be an improvement. He sends you a kissy face and a middle finger. (laughs) I'm going to show it to, I'm going to like just hold up my phone in case Damien's not looking at It's like, seems about right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the on the plus side, Strix is the character who has the least skin in this game because most of it has already Literally. been ripped off and left on the street. Um, <laughs> but like, besides that, like he is he is the one for whom the least amount of actual effort at repairing the relationship is required. Because he doesn't give a fuck one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. So but him not being here at the very least does not matter in the grand scheme. Excuse me, grand scheme of things, narratively speaking. Yeah, but um, I'm just going to wait for everybody else to respond. Xander's going to send just K. Was uh, she mad? I'll just send back whenever you guys want to. Yeah, it's fine. It could be like, sure, exclamation point. <laughs> All right. I'm just going like to this would be like three exclamation points. I feel like no, 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 no. Exclamation just, just one. Just yeah, one. I'm He's gonna... not that excited to see you. Yeah, right now I'm he's gonna, still in I'm going to mess I'm going to message back, usual place, as soon as possible. Get here. Smiley face. And um, now we wait, Damien. (laughs) He'll come. Yeah. And if Santa tries to punch you again, I will make sure she doesn't. Well, I think if that happens again, she's not going to like the response. Which is why I'm not going to let it happen. You have every right to be upset if it happens again. Believe me. Yeah, I'm just trying to look at this here. I don't, I don't know that uh, that uh, Xanthra has anything mechanically yeah. that would make it particularly worthwhile for her to get into fisticuffs with somebody. Every single one of us could re- could severely <laughs> hurt her. Yeah, there's a reason she has one point in brawl, and that's it. For you know, that's fine. It's just like everybody else has like disciplines that make it, you know, like that make it so that they could deal with a certain amount of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, Ari has potence, so she can physically deal damage if the situation calls for it. Gregory has auspex, so he can strike multiple times. I'm sorry, no, he has auspex, so he's, like, capable of, um... Like, he can see stuff coming pretty well, and he's also, like, kind of a powerhouse physically as far as the group goes. Uh, Damien has fortitude, so he can soak a decent amount of damage. Um, Iggy has celerity, so he can move for pretty quickly. Xanthra is like is just like the brains of the operation. Iggy also has four points in brawl. <laughs> oh yeah, and so Strix he does. Has, and Strix has potence. <laughs> well, yeah. Yo, know, I don't have Strix's. I don't have Strix's sheet open because he's not here. Fuck him. My points are more arranged in the verbal, like yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm gonna like you have a couch in your office, right, Damien? Yeah, there's like if you remember, there's like a sitting area, that uh, I two yeah, couches, like, and then a little couch. side chair and like a nice coffee table. Yeah, I'm gonna curl up on the couch and she's like, "So have you Googled your assistant yet?" Oh, I'm thinking about it. He's cute. He is, and he'd do it. I just he's already noticed something's wrong. Well, I mean, the whole you go one day normal to next day massive sun allergy. Yeah, he's starting to uh, to question that a little, and I might have to uh, might have to go on just to get the questions to stop. Well, it'd be useful, probably. Yeah, and then if he actually knew, he could definitely help me and help us. I think in a lot more ways. That'd be nice. I haven't schooled anybody yet, but it's really hard to. And this is like a totally selfish thing, but it's really hard to do my hair when I can't see my reflection in the mirror. Yeah, you need you need to go your hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're probably right. I've kind of rigged it so I got, I kind of rigged it so I put a camera on my TV because I can still see myself in cameras. Yeah. So I, I put a, a camera question. on top of my TV. It's great. I have a question uh, for for Damien's player. Uh, is Damien's assistant pretty? Yes. You fucking nepotist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, carry on. I don't know if that's nepotism. Nepotism. I can't would be think of the fucking preferential preferential hiring treatment. Okay, yeah. That well, sure, but not nepotism. No, but yeah. anyway, but yeah. That so I rigged, nepotism. Yeah. Since I can still see myself in cameras, I've rigged it so that way I've got a camera and then like my TV, so that's how I do my makeup every day. But it's really, really hard to do my hair when I can't actually see it. Yeah, I, I can imagine that's pretty hard. Um, that and then my stupid you know, parents won't stop messaging me. I've gotten Greg to like divert their flights twice. You you really maybe see if you know between Greg and and uh, Xanthra if you know with their knowledge of tech if they, if they could come up with something better than a camera on top of a TV. Maybe, but it's what I've got for now. Right now, honestly, I'm more worried about the fact that my family won't stop calling me. It's yeah. That, that's oh. going to be a problem. <laughs> If you remember, we did talk in the beginning about using my connections if we needed to fake a death. I know. And believe me, I don't want to have to do that because I really do love my family. But it's it's going to be a problem when they get here because it's a nice large Greek family that hits every stereotype you can think of. It may just be easier. I know it will be hard for you, and I know it's going to suck, but it might be easier for them. I don't know. I don't know. It's well, Just let me know. If you want me to pull that trigger, we can make it happen. Thank you. It's just really the big problem is, like you, I'm too well known to just disappear. Yeah. Questions would be asked. I mean, I guess I'm lucky that I mean, most of my friend group is... <clears throat> It was nightlife anyway, and my parents have been dead for years, so I don't really have family. Yeah, well, mine, at least for now, mine are at least all back in Greece, and it's a lot harder for them to get here, but it's... And with... I can't stop wondering whether or not their blood's going to taste like lamb. It, that is a little weird to be thinking about eating your family, and I think we did talk about please don't eat your family. I know, I know, but I miss real food. Um, well, I mean, why don't you go to the Greek district? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I keep forgetting. I haven't lived here very go long. Go feed on someone and see if that theory works. 
yeah, get a super drunk one too because ooh, I need some wine. I would yeah, say probably I... probably Gregory probably lives the closest, so he would probably be the first person to arrive, assuming that he left when he said he was going to leave. Yeah. Okay, then I guess I'm here. Uh, yeah, my assistant my assistant would would let you in, or well, he'd buzz me, and I'd say, yeah, let you in. For the other two of you, keep your Discord up. I'll just send you a message when I think it would be appropriate for you to arrive. Um, quick question about that. Shoot. Uh, since Damien kind of barred Xanthra through like rules of Elysium, I guess, is she actually physically allowed to enter? Yes, you can't physically okay. bar a vampire from going to a place. And technically speaking, Damien's office does not count as Elysium. Um, okay. Elysium is generally considered to be off-limits or on-limits locations based on the prince. So Xanthra could absolutely go back to the office. Uh, it's just that if there were an issue where Damien had a problem with it, Damien would probably be able to kill her uh, without it being a huge problem. Because technically uh, it's my... It's just domain. It's my, yeah, it's right. my domain. If you enter a vampire's domain without their <laughs> permission, they have rights to kill you. It's eminent. It's basically castle doctrine, but for vampires. <laughs> um, but if this were, if you were barred from an Elysium location, then yes, if you went there, just every vampire on would have the ability, the right to fucking fuck you up. But his, his, he's not important enough in the world of vampiric hierarchy that his office counts as Elysium, which is probably for the best because <laughs> like, can you fucking imagine vampires going in and out of a fucking government office at all hours of the night? <laughs> yeah true <laughs> plus fucking Damien would never be able to leave alright hi Greg yeah. I well back to, to out of character I, I assume if if, you're, if your character had an, a, a question about that I think you could text um, Ari and ask yeah, since Ari specifically was the one that invited you, it seems reasonable to assume that Ari has not turned her back on you and is not dragging you here specifically to have you killed. Since she had conflict with Damien, most likely you're probably allowed there. Yeah, Xanthor wouldn't text that back. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, I, that's for you to decide for your character. I'm just saying yeah. it's possible. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I'm just kind of like spread out on the couch now. I've made it my couch. <laughs> hey, Greg, come on in. Hi. Hey, everybody. What, um, oh, I guess I'm the only one here. Where's everybody else? Late. Oh, they're on their way. They're not here yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, uh, so we don't Strix have to. Strix did say he couldn't come, though. Strix said something about getting eaten by clowns, which yeah. I told him that would be an improvement. I saw that. Uh, okay. We'll fill him in. I'm, I'm going to move off of the, I'm going to move to make room on the couch. <laughs> I'll just uh, plop down on the couch and probably pull out my phone and, you know, just mess around on the internet till everybody else gets here. Yeah. In the meantime, yeah, I'm definitely going to go check out that Greek district because one thing that's killing me is I don't get Christmas dinner this year. Oh, and that's a big deal for, for the Greek. Yeah, community. it's huge and amazing. <laughs> and, you know, I, I still don't understand why I can eat. Probably because you're special. <laughs> I mean, I don't like, know. I mean, like we kind of kind of found out, and I think we're still discovering is every vampire is a little bit different. That's an understatement. Yeah, Gosh. I mean, the six of us certainly are <laughs> a completely different uh, experience. That's for sure. 
Well, what really gets me is with the exception of Greg, I wouldn't have probably spoken to any of you before this. Hey, happened. guys. How's it going? Hey. Hey. I am slightly surprised to see the two of you in the same room. Uh, um, we're adults. We we had a we had a long talk and we um we've worked out our differences. We're adults. Sweet. We discuss things. We're not. Um, and I, I think once everyone's here, we'll, we'll probably discuss that more. Yeah, we're just waiting on Xanthra because Strix said something about getting eaten by clowns. Okay. Weird. Yeah, no one ever really knows what that one with that, but. He was an odd duck before he became a vampire. This just made him real strange. Fuck, you know. <laughs> okay, since I you knew him before, answer me this: Was he that? Was he ugly before? No, he wasn't. Darn! Can't hold that over his head. I have to be somewhat nice to him because he's been somewhat nice to me lately. And but he's still ugly. I mean, I didn't know him that well. I knew of him. Okay. Well, that makes sense. You know, I was thinking it might be actually really fun to do a sculpture of his ugly ass face. Wouldn't you just get a lump of clay, squash it into little bitty squash, like just squash your hands around it a bit and then stick it on a pedestal and call that art? I mean, I mean, just take that little scrapey tool and just like piss all over it, right? First of all, I'm not into Dada, so no. (laughs) Second of all. Oh my fucking god, you broke out a Dadaist reference, Jesus. <laughs> okay, um Gregory and uh Gregory and Iggy, I need you to make an auspex check for me. Uh yes. specifically, uh perception plus awareness. Uh Gregory will be difficulty of seven, since I'm assuming that Damien keeps the office reasonably dark. Perception. Yeah, but would she'd have to open the door though. Awareness? So wouldn't we all just see the door open and then close? Oh, that's right. I forgot that the, the door would be closed. Okay. If that's the case, then you're just kind of standing in the fucking lobby. Invisible. She's going to open the door, even though she okay. is. Everybody fucking open. Everybody sees the fucking door open and then close again. Ahem. Gregory, I'm still going to ask Gregory and Iggy to give me a fucking perception plus awareness check. I'm assuming that uh, Damien keeps the office reasonably dark. <laughs> so we're going to say that it's a difficulty of seven for Gregory and a difficulty of six for Iggy. Two successes. Okay. This is not including auspects, right? No, this is the difficulty of, the, of your auspects role is decreased it by two. Because you have okay. an auspects of two, it would have been what I due, to the, due to my assumption of it being darker in the office. Got it. Okay. All right. I'm giving my assistant a name, by the way. That's okay. Yay. That's fine. Um, and so, while the, after the door opens and shuts, Damien just kind of rolls what'd his you eyes. Say my, uh, what'd you say my target was? Six of difficulty. Oh, that's four successes. <laughs> okay, Gregory and Iggy can quite clearly see that Xanthra has just slipped into the room with the door having opened and closed, and is just kind of standing there like, God, I hope nobody sees me. Oh, hey, X. So, yeah, Damien's just going to kind of roll his eyes and push his, his intercom and say, Hey, Toby, will you lock the outer door, please? <laughs> and I'm just going to look over and say, You can drop the obfuscate. We all know you're here. 
And then she and then she she drops it. <laughs> okay. Santa, I'm going to talk and you're going to listen. Got it? Got it? I think she's got it. Okay. You need to apologize to Damien. Now. Xanthus shifts her head over. Sorry. Okay, can you make it a sincere apology? Please. We don't need to be fighting amongst ourselves. We're all in this together. Can I tell you all a secret? Mm. Yeah. I love secrets. <laughs> I actually wanted to punch someone. I haven't done it before. What? Then what? what? Oh. So, like, I, I saw you getting mad, so I figured y'all let it slide if I just punched Damien, because he was, was, like, right there. And he's, like, not gonna hit a girl, is he? He didn't do anything to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, this was the part where I was gonna kind of be like, well, Xanthra did it to stick up for you, but no, apparently Xanthra did not do it to stick up for you, so I no longer feel bad about any of this. He didn't do anything to you, and to be quite blunt, if I wasn't going to punch him in the face, then nobody should have been. Well, did you get your punching out of your system? At Can least directed at me. Can I do it one more time? No. no. You can punch me. Okay. I was hoping for that. I was fucking hoping for that. <laughs> <coughs> Squat down. You're, you're taller than me. <laughs> okay. And the end is going to punch Ziggy. Okay. <laughs> um, so, first off, we will need Xanthra to give me a strength plus brawl check. Since he's not fighting back and he has clearly made himself available to you, difficulty of six. <laughs> Ooh, that's an exploding. Alright, three successes. Okay. Iggy, uh, you have no additional skills that allow for it, so you have to roll your stamina uh, to soak oh, it, shit. also against the difficulty of six. Alright. But, uh, celerity does allow you two actions, so uh, normally you would not be able to do this, but for the purposes of continuing to embarrass Xanthra, I will allow you to use celerity to soak twice. <laughs> oh, sweet. So that just, if you can't, if you am can't I just doubling my... This, Am I just rolling just, twice? Just then? roll four dice. Just roll four dice. All right. Note that this is normally not how celerity works, but I'm allowing it because I think it would be funny. <laughs> uh, that's two successes. Okay, so you still took one hit of damage. Uh, your health level is reduced one down to bruised. Seriously? Right. Wow, did that connect? That was pretty good, actually. Thanks, I was practicing last night. Okay. No, no, but no, this time I'm I want to like, catch her fist. No, I'm gonna get in between. I'm gonna get in between the two of them. Well, looks like practice is helping. I mean, I don't know when we need you to be punching people, but it's nice to know that that skill is sort of there now. <laughs> okay, so the reason I, well, I guess we called this meeting is because a lot was said last night, and we need to make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. And we need to figure out moving forward. But I, I did want to make sure now that everyone's here. Um, you know, Ari and I did have a, a long talk. And we both agreed that we said things that we didn't mean. Um, we both agree that we said things that were out of line. 
um, and we we've made up and we're fine and we just want to move forward as a group. We need to stick together if we're going to get through this. Uh, and if we start splintering, you know, we already are on shaky ground with the princes anyway because of how we came about. Oh, uh, any bashing damage applied to a vampire is halved, rounded down. Um, so technically you took zero points of damage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am not bruised. <laughs> My beautiful body. I was looking to see, like, how long it would take for you to heal that, and the answer to the question is, it's rounded Instantly. down, so you, you, technically <laughs> took, you technically took no damage. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, just look at Iggy's face to make sure there aren't any marks. Yeah, you're good. Uh, um... But yeah, um, <clears throat> we've apologized. We need to figure out where we're going to go from here. So what are we doing with the letter and the additional information we acquired by being at the party? I think okay. that's the next, uh, next point of discussion. Or should we just ask Tony? I mean, I, you know, after, after I got home last night, I was very upset. Uh, and I actually made a meeting with Tony for tonight. Uh, oh. So, but now that we're, you know, a united front again, I, I think it would be a good idea to go see him and give him, let him give us some guidance. He's, you know, kind of our guardian, guardian demon at huh. this point. Well, we so, know he's not an angel. Yeah, he's our guardian, Tony. <laughs> and, uh, Seems like a wise course of action. I, I think that's uh, I think that's a great idea, Iggy. And, and since I already made the meeting, uh, he's waiting for me. Uh, but I'm sure he won't be surprised if we all show up. Okay. When is it? Uh, it's at nine thirty. Then let's go. Gosh, yeah. We're off to the twenty fourth, whatever. Twenty-four Street Diocese. Do you think Tony yeah. likes food? Oh yeah, bring some pizza. I don't think no. Tony eats, guys. I'm just gonna look over at Iggy and just be like, "Why do you torture me like this?" I'm just asking. That. Hey, I'd can like we swing by? Can we swing by the Greek district on the way? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Uh, fine like with me. Because I think uh, I think Ari needs a special feeding. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Is that like on the way or anywhere near, Mark? Sure, why not? Yes. <laughs> it's a small detour. You will, you will note that I give not even the smallest shit about like you know city the layouts Greeks. and things of that nature. As far as yeah. about the Greeks, yes, I don't give a shit about the Greeks. There we go. You fucking figured it out. Star wow. Okay. Once we get to the Greek district, <laughs> I need to find somebody who's just leaving a restaurant. <laughs> So I know. And I need to know if their blood tastes like lamb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you want to handle that, Mark. <laughs> Which part? I think we're kind of waiting for you to direct that kind of whole Gestures thing. Gestures vaguely. <laughs> the feeding, yeah. the lamb. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how fucking healing works. Give me. A <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna eat somebody. Well, not. Eat. I'm gonna feed. Off I mean, it's fine. You can you can feed from a Greek person. Um, Does it taste like lamb? Um, it has a taste that 
is reminiscent of lamb, but better than any lamb you've ever had. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can spend one blood point to heal one normal health level of damage. Okay, that's oh, okay. that's what I wanted to know. You can also spend a blood point to increase a single physical attribute by one dot for the duration of a scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after oh. I'm done hitting on the guy, I'm going to make him forget I exist, and then I'm going to walk over and just hug Damien. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Damien's just going to kind of pat her on the back and smile. Yes. Okay. I'm good. Let's go talk to Tony. I, I have All right. I'm happy. Oh, the Tonys. Yeah, and then, now that I know that it tastes like lamb, now I need to find one who's, like, drunk and tastes like lamb. So I get lamb and wine. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so you guys all head to the 20th Street Diocese, and, yeah. Yeah. like, you, you, you go in. Um, Tony, as per your expectation, is waiting in his back office for you to come in. So Perfect. you can just go in whenever. Um, I does anybody want to stop and talk to the bartender or anything else, or are we all just kind of going up there? I'm gonna swing by, grab a drink, and be like, "Hey, we're gonna go talk to Tony." Oh, okay, that's fine. He's affecting you. Go on ahead. Hmm. And thanks. Uh, I guess... So not fair. <laughs> up we so go. If it's any consolation, he can't get drunk off of it. <laughs> Slightly. So he's he's Placebo literally just effect. drinking. He's literally just drinking whiskey for the taste, which... Ugh. Ew. Hey, on the some, whiskey. Of us, some of us like whiskey. <laughs> I mean, fine. Whiskey. I don't know. I, 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 just, I just used to drink it. I just When I was a drinker, I used to drink it just to get drunk because after a while, you stop caring what it tastes like. That's fair. Yeah, IRL, I couldn't tell you. In-game, Ari was a red wine girl before becoming a... <laughs> Fair enough. Before becoming All right, a so you guys, you guys go in and visit with Tony, and he sees everybody come in. Yeah. And you guys, you know, like, take your seats and whatnot, and he goes, so I see everything's back to normal. Well, I mean, to a point, yeah. I guess. We're adults. We're adult. Well, as, nor as normal as you get in these nights. We'll put it that way. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so what can I do you for? Uh, so I think we've got a little bit of a pickle. Um, Man, I didn't the... even like pickles when I was alive. Who had the letter? I think you did. You did. <laughs> Straight oh. dead. <laughs> oh, sh Yeah, you no, did. We'll, you we'll had the letter, we'll say. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to hand in the letter and kind of quick rundown of the evening, but not really mentioning the, like, bad parts, just kind of that, you know, it was a party and the something happened with a letter, um, which I have that too, that came from Loden. So I'll give that to him as well. Um, thank. <laughs> <laughs> we have another thank. Um, oh Lord. Uh, you got, what did you get? You got a little bee. It looks like how cute. I got the lion. Oh, I got, I love the bee. <coughs> uh, is that a pride earth? Yes. Why don't I? Do I have that one? I need that. That needs to be in my life. Anyway, um, <laughs> so he's going to kind of. I, I would explain to Tony what happened with Juggler and that I thought that uh, Modius was really weak. I thought it was Joker. Juggler. It's Juggler. definitely Juggler. And uh, yeah, and just kind of wait for Tony's 
response. So Tony reads over the the note that you guys got, and he's listening to you. And after after a bit, he 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 folds the letter up, puts it back into his envelope, hands it back to you, and he goes, "Well, uh, in a broad sense, I would say that you should probably deliver that to Loden directly, seeing as how Modius gave it to you." Uh, specifically for you to do this thing and would probably increase your profile with the prince, which, you know, it's always good, but, uh, there's a small problem going on. Um, the, the, the prince isn't really talking to anybody right now. We don't know exactly why, uh, I'm not dialed in enough to get the information. And if I'm not dialed in enough, I'm thinking that it, it, it's pretty fucking severe, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a good, answer to the question for you as far as that goes beyond you should give this to Loden, but fuck me if i have any idea of how you're going to talk to him at this point i don't even have a line to him right now um okay well mm -hmm. there was a part of this that kind of left out because i wanted to hear your initial thoughts first okay um modius's response was not what was in that letter yeah no shit um, he basically Modius, Modius is absolutely going to be a fucking puss in the letter to Loden because Loden outranks him uh, in in every way that matters. Obviously, I if, if Modius actually did say in the letter what I'm positive he said to you without even having to hear it from your mouth, Loden would personally go down there and lose his shoe in the man's behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess the question is, do we tell Loden that, or will he pretty much infer that that's what happened? He's going to infer that that's what happened. Uh, you can tell him that that's what happened, but I would probably not be very direct on it just because when you're having a conversation with me in here, I'm the only person that's listening to it. When you're having a conversation with Loden, even if Loden's hiding from somebody, at some point or another, that conversation is going to get out. And while Modius may not be more powerful than Loden, he's absolutely more powerful than all of you. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I would, uh, yeah. I would strongly infer it, but not say it directly. That is the first rule that you will learn about being a vampire. Never, ever say anything directly that might get you smeared all over the countryside. Makes sense. But um, yeah, I would strongly infer it. Uh, he will likely make that assumption, but if you give him the inference without coming right out and saying it, uh, he, he will, um, he will probably take that on good authority and respond appropriately. Either way, again, the fact that you bring him the letter directly and you let him know that what's going on, blah, 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 so on and so forth, he'll appreciate it. He'll be fine. What, what will he do? To you? No. Nothing. He'll probably. Them. Oh, you know, uh, if he doesn't have anything that actively indicates that Modius is attempting to come after him to do any type of damage or, you know, directly strike against him or anything of that nature, his hands are kind of sort of tied. Uh, he'll probably just fuck him, metaphorically speaking. Because, um, you know, Loden's been dead long enough that uh, his thing don't work and he don't care about it. You know what I'm saying? Um but metaphorically speaking, he will uh, probably send somebody down there to break some shit. Uh, you know, like send the message of you, you do what I fucking tell you, blah, 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 et cetera, so on. Uh, think of it like uh, if you've seen the movie Goodfellas, like that kind of thing. You know, really nice city. Be a shame if something happened to it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. So are we going to be the ones he sends to do that? Oh, no, no. He'll send people who would be able to survive. 
No okay. offense to you guys, but uh, you're still a little young. Uh, if the entirety of the vampires in Gary decided that they wanted to kill you, you wouldn't make it back here for the next sunrise. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. He probably he'll probably sound send like Duke Earl and the Count to you know break some shit. Nothing exotic. So what do we do now? You say Loden's not talking to anybody. Well, um, uh, you probably recall his previous club uh, that he was uh, setting up his office above. Um, he has since ended his dalliance with that particular club. Uh, he get he's very fickle about uh, his living spaces, which hmm. you would think he would have grown out of after having been alive hundreds of years. But who am I to fucking say anything, you know? Either way, uh, he has since moved his base of operations, I believe, uh, around uh, a, a newer club called the Succubus Club. It's uh, it's a goth club in the area that uh, uh, a lot of the uh, the vampiric types have been relocating to uh, as kind of an Elysium that gives them the opportunity to uh, to feed and not be particularly unnoticed upon. So that would be my first bet. I don't right. think he'll see you directly even if you tell him what's going on because like i said if he's not if he's not seeing people higher up on the food chain he's probably not going to want to see you um but you may be able to get some information that'll direct you in the right in the right directions get you to figure out where to go because i don't really need to see him you kind of do okay. <coughs> okay hey ari didn't you hear something about the succubus club nope not a thing and i'm gonna like try to subtly like shush 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 <laughs> um, you know, so, might... go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Damien. No, no, Eggy, go ahead. Well, uh, Tony, I, I had a question about the whole like vampires sharing blood thing. So I okay. was pretty sure that was a no no, but then I wasn't totally sure. And I didn't share any blood with anybody, but it was sort of offered. Okay. I know you're dumb. So I'll, I'll try and make this simple for you. If you share blood with a vampire, the same thing happens to you that, that happens to them that would happen if you share blood with a mortal. The first time they drink your blood, it feels really good. The third time they drink your blood, they're bound to you forever. Okay, so if two vampires were to do that with each other... Then they're both bound to each other, yes. Got it. Three times. Got it. So, uh, if some if somebody came up to you and was like, "Hey, let's share our blood together," um, once not the worst thing in the world. Could be a social <laughs> thing, whatever. If they try to do it to you a second time, you better make sure you really like that fucking person. Because if you don't, you're gonna be fucking. You're gonna fucking like them a lot after the third time. Got it. I think. That said, mutual blood bonds are indeed a thing. Some vampires do that if they like another vampire very much and want to be devoted to them for the rest of their own life. So if you find somebody that you really, really like, that's like marriage for vampires, I guess. Huh. Most vampires generally don't do it because after like 100 years or so, you usually get sick of being around another person. You know how it is. Imagine gotcha. marriage, but for the rest of your unlife. Okay. think I got it. Thanks, Tony. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if somebody asks you to do it once, it's probably like a sex thing. Okay. Yeah. Iggy, did you yeah. actually get that? Like, What? Did you actually get that? Get what? Iggy, Iggy, don't put your dick in crazy. 
<laughs> what? There's no dick involved. <laughs> okay. On that note, you should probably go. Well, Tony, I had a couple more questions. We met some uh, some interesting people. Uh, have you heard of an Alexander Danov? Name isn't familiar to me. Uh, is it Nosferatu? Nope. Name isn't familiar to me. Felt like he was like spying. <laughs> Listen. Um, if he's spying and somebody knew about it, he's not spying. You understand what I'm saying? Makes sense. Cool. Just so long as we're on the same page. Because either he is a spy and he's getting cut the fuck out, or he isn't a spy, but people are stirring up information to benefit the prince. Because even disinformation benefits the prince, obviously. Makes sense. Um, also, who's Annabelle? Uh, so, um, she is kind of a big deal. Uh, is the simplest way that I can explain it. Um, she, uh, so you, uh, you remember, uh, when I, uh, when I told you fine folks about all of the different, uh, like levels of capability and things of that nature that, uh, you know, different, different vampires have and so on and so forth, as far as it relates to like their, their respectability and stuff in the community and so on. Yeah. Okay. So you remember when I specifically mentioned that uh, there are like primogens uh, who are, you know, like the, the, the powerful of the powerful types that exist uh, within this that aren't necessarily the prince, but that kind of sort of commands the prince's respect and to certain extents are consulted with by the prince in various and sundry different ways. Okay. Annabelle That's is one good. of them. Okay. So big important. Oh yeah, yeah. She is uh uh she is uh one of the uh most important, comparatively speaking, vampires in Chicago, right up there with Loden. Got it. Why okay. uh what what happened that you were brought across Annabelle in some capacity or another? She was uh, there. She's who brought that letter to Mobius. Oh okay. So she brought uh why the fuck did he bother sending you then? Whatever, not my fucking business. No how. I'm not I don't know. That was kind of our question too. Yeah, listen, I'm not. I'm not going to ask that question because listen, I've already been almost dead by the prince's hand once. Um, I'm not getting into it again. You know what I'm saying? I like right, being alive, I and I would much prefer to continue to do it if at all possible. Yeah, just it really felt like it was like he wanted an audience there. Oh, I'm absolutely certain that he did. He's he's the prince. You don't get to be the prince by not. Freaking! Sometimes, sometimes you want to do things that are very private. You you want to do things that nobody knows about. You wanna you want to make sure that the things that you do are kept on the down low as much as possible. Sometimes you're gonna masturbate in front of the window. If you have enough power to masturbate in front of the window, sometimes you're just gonna fucking do it. You're just gonna take your fucking dick out and go to town. You know what I'm saying? I love Tony's way of putting things. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Okay. 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 
That's a picture I didn't need in my head. So wow. essentially, if I'm right, no matter what we do, it ultimately doesn't matter. Well, if you were given the letter by Modius with the specific expectation that you deliver it to Loden, Loden is going to want the letter to be delivered, probably. Uh, again, I don't know what's going on with Loden right now, but he was the one who specifically asked that we send you guys out to do this. Well, not you specifically, but somebody in general. So he, he's going to want this to be delivered to him regardless. Um, there is no guarantee that Annabelle is doing what she's doing specifically for his edification. Uh, she might also be doing it for her own personal reasons. Remember, when you get to be old after a while, eventually everything you fucking do is a power game in some level or another, whether it's for you or somebody else. Right now, you guys are at the bottom of the pyramid. So anything that anybody asks you to do is for their own fucking power bullshit. Eventually, you get powerful enough, you're going to start making people do stuff for you. And it's going to be stuff that might not necessarily make any sense, but you still want it done because it benefits them in some meaningful way. So the answer to the question is, it probably doesn't fucking mean anything. But if you don't bring the letter to Loden, he's probably going to be pissed and you probably don't want him pissed at you. Then let's go to that club. Yeah, I think that's... Excuse me. I think that's uh, the best option now. Thanks, Tony. Anytime. Not like I'm doing anything. I've gotten everything done in my own life I wanted to get done. Right now, I'm just sitting here not getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> that is one benefit, I guess. Well, do we want to try to go tonight or do we want to go tomorrow night? We might as well go tonight. Still early. Yeah, maybe we can set up a meeting tomorrow, if nothing else. It's still early. Instead of just, like, dropping in unannounced. Uh, okay, so we're all going to go? Yeah, let, yeah. Me call, let me call um, for a car. Okay, yeah. You can do that? A car? Yeah. I thought you were just, like, a freaking councilman. I have a train it's pass. Just Uber. I mean, you can't get oh, okay. We can all get, like, an Uber or a Lyft. No, I'm no. He he's calling it. I, Chicago, New York. Those places have car services that you call, and they come like in a suburban and get you. Okay, look, the biggest city I've lived in is London, and nobody drives there. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm calling a car service that I work with. Okay, they're, they're I was just like, okay, right. It would basically it would basically be an Uber, but it's a governmentally provided Uber, more or less. Correct. Yeah. It's wow. like the, it's a private company that's been contracted by the city to move dignitaries around. Yeah. Well, while we're waiting, oh, I'm we're going dignitaries. to turn to Damien and just kind of whisper, like, yeah, I heard some stuff about this club, but I don't know if that's something that could get us all pasted. So. Makes sense. Do we want to talk about it in the car where we no. know we're safe? I'll, once we're back in the office. Somewhere okay, private, but I well, should I'm we talk about should we talk about all that before we go to the club? Nah. We should definitely talk about some things. You're not part of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
Okay. Yeah, we're we're whispering over here. Actually, you might be listening. I, you might be listening. Hear in, that? <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> if you guys um, say something, I'm just gonna glare at you all for eavesdropping because y'all. If uh, if Xanthra <laughs> if Xanthra wishes to hear what's going on, uh, I would like for her to make a uh, perception plus awareness roll um, against the difficulty of six because she has two points in aspects. Please watch, please. No, it's a, I, the, if they try to barge in, I'm just gonna glare at them for being plus rude. Awareness. Uh, oh, so Iggy would like to do this as well? I'm just curious if he would hear it. That's all. Okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, Two successes. successes. <laughs> so then, yes, they can both quite clearly hear what is being said. Yeah. Iggy would just like, like to put his arms around both of them and be like, did you guys ever eat paste in school? He heard the word paste. <laughs> uh, well, that could explain a lot. I think I did once, actually. I never tried it. I was curious what it tasted like, though. Nothing. It tasted like nothing, from what I remember. Oh. So this I didn't character out of character. This is in character. This is in character. Absolutely in character. Okay. 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 <laughs> really? No. I people put weird put stuff in their mouth. Iggy specifically said he goes up to your characters, puts his arms around you, and says, "Did you guys eat paste in high school?" Because the only word that stuck out to him was the word paste. Yes, it's in character. So, yeah, I'm just going to kind of look up at him. It's just like, I mean, I think I did, actually. It didn't really taste like anything. Huh. So, a uh, serious note? Hmm? Maybe this is just my, like, Malk image being fucking bonkers or something. But What's Malk? Malk, Malk, Malk. I'm crazy, apparently. Bitch. Got it. All right. Iggy, I hate you. Maybe you lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were talking about serious stuff. Okay. Yes. You were talking about having a Malk in you. And okay. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do we? I think maybe Annabelle might have faked a letter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's. If if we need to discuss this, we probably should go somewhere safe. Not so. here. Let's just go back to my office and discuss things. Okay. Okay. So I'm just kind of change the plans, guys. We we need to we need to get a game plan before we just go to this club. Okay. Okay. So you guys swing back to Damien's office. Let's yeah. see. Assuming that the sunset would have been about seven p.m., you guys will probably all got together around about eight-ish, probably headed over there. So it's probably a little like around like between like nine and ten now, like maybe nine thirty. Okay. Okay. Uh, Are there well, any not... text messages or anything on my phone? Um, no, actually, your phone has been strangely silent all night. Like, people are still responding to, like, your tweets and whatnot, but yeah. as far as text messages go, you've seen nothing at all. That's weird. Have any of us? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody else has probably gotten whatever routine text messages they would be expecting to get. Okay. But, his, but yeah, Ari, Ari specifically has not received any text messages all night. That's actually really weird. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, um, so I'm concerned about this. I mean, I'm concerned about everything, I'm sure. But um, I, while we were at the party, you remember that vampire who was sitting by the fireplace? 
Yeah, you... The weird guy? You seem to like him, is what I took away from it. He was nice. We had a nice conversation. But before we left, he told me... First off, he didn't understand why I was hanging out with, and I quote, all you weirdos. And um, then he told me if I... He told me to go check out the Succubus Club and look for somebody named, I believe, Henry Johnson. Okay. For what? To get out or something, I think. To get out? Which was weird. But to get out of what? The conversation we had was about power <coughs> vampires and how I don't like this whole... Y you know. Yeah. So that's why I'm concerned, because I was told by somebody from a completely different vampire group that this was the club to go to, but then now Logan's setting up shop here. Hmm. Well, it could be combined, but I, I don't know if, um, I don't know if that's a great idea. If, if you're going to talk to him, she need to make sure that it doesn't ever get back to the prince. I wasn't planning on it, actually. Um, but now I might have to. So... <sighs> Might have to talk to him? Well, if he's there. Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to talk to him. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't... Okay. I'm just saying this it's not the first time I've heard the name of this club and I don't I don't want any of you guys to get in trouble, if that makes any sense. I mean it does. Like, I'll take getting pasted if need be, but, like... I mean, I'd like rather none of us get pasted, but... That would be lovely, but I was told... Don't let myself... Don't... Not to let myself get sucked in. Hmm. What the hell that means. And then Xanther brought up a pretty good point about Annabelle earlier. I'm telling you... That shit's got to be fake. The letter from he was, the letter he, was specifically, he was specifically directing you to go talk to that guy to try and help you along with your mission. I will say that much. Uh, yeah. Okay. So like he wasn't he wasn't trying to do this to like fuck on you or whatever. He no, was specifically I... giving you this this direction because he wanted to he wanted to kind of give you an idea of like where of like what direction to go in. Yeah. So we why still do go. you think it's fake? Called a woman's intuition. I, mean, I do also want to make note, just so you guys, you're not going to remember it in like an hour, but uh, Annabelle is meant to be the, uh, the, the, the Toreador primogen for the city. Oh, would, we wouldn't have met. There's no way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, we still need to go. That, that's... I agree. We need to find out. We need to find out how we can get this letter to load it. Whether the initial letter was... And he, by the way, doesn't need to know that we ever saw that letter. Of course. What? He, oh, yeah, that letter. The letter from Modius. We just need to get it to Loden, and we got to figure out the way to do that. Do you want to burn the letter then? 
surely we could just drop it off. Probably everybody knows that, you know, Modius and Loden are. No, I, I'll put it in my wall safe. Well, do you want to go tonight or do you want to wait until, I mean, there's plenty of, plenty of darkness left. We've got plenty of nightlight left. Then let's go. I'm down. Okay. Iggy, I swear to God, if you bring food this time, I'm going to whack you upside the head. I didn't bring any food tonight. Yes, you got the pizza, remember? I, I got a drink. That was. No, that last was last night. You remember? No. That was no, last Iggy, night. Iggy, that was this night. You know, How did you remember that? You remember that? No. You okay. You've been Sandra, acting kind of weird all I'm night. I'm fine. Quit confusing the man. Iggy, you didn't bring pizza tonight. Just don't bring more food. You're hurting my soul. Or, I, I don't know. Do or we're vampires? Do we even have souls now? <laughs> um, That's a fair question, actually. That is a fair question. Humanity seven, so yes, I'd say so. I mean, I, I think that it. depends on if you think people have souls or not. Well, I mean, I walked into a church and I didn't die. I think we're getting too philosophical <laughs> here. Yeah, you're right. Let's go. Let's go, Colvin. Cool. Can All right. As that? we leave, Iggy would like to give Xanthra a noogie. Ow! Ah! <laughs> okay. Since there's no damage rating associated with it, you just give her a noogie. That's fine. Yes. Ow! <laughs> Good work, kids. <laughs> I'm gonna turn to Greg while we're walking out, and it's just like, is this our life now? Um. Well, unlike for now, it unlike. is anyway. Um. Do we want to take a quick break before we go into this next part of the story? Sure. I'm more than happy to do that. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. I need more tea. We will be right back. Hey, everybody. We're back from uh, our break, and we will be uh, continuing on forward. Uh, Mark, our storyteller, take it away. Well, you guys fucking, are, you're going to the club? Is this what we've established? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You arrive at the Succubus Club. Yay. Um, it basically, it, it it basically, um, if you if you did any kind of searching, which I'm assuming you probably did, uh, it comes up as a fairly trendy but kind of weird club in Chicago. Um, it's located in what used to be an old brick warehouse. So, like from the outside, it's it's just another shitty warehouse that used to be something in Chicago. Okay. But on the inside, it's like a super crazy goth club. There's like balconies on all different sides, sort of like a weird maze. There's a huge central bar, an on-site art gallery, sidebars around the places, three hanging dance floors, and a VIP lounge. It's fucking ridiculous. Huh. They okay. also play a mix of like, you know, older and more modern goth-centric or gothic-oriented music. So you're just as likely to hear like The Cure in the Velvet Underground as you are to hear like Motion and White, Motionless and White, you know, like stuff like that. Got it. Okay. okay. I'm starting to know who those bands are. They are your character. If you if your character wouldn't know who they are, it's fine that you don't know who they are. I mean, I know who The Cure is. Right. Well, it's that kind. It's that kind of place. I'm not uncultured swine, but I'm not even that okay. Thanks. Yeah, the, the the predominant aesthetic style is black dyed hair and black clothing, contrasted with pale skin. You know, it's 
it's it's kind of a revival goth scene for all intents and purposes. But uh, they're all they're, they're all other punk, other types of groups that hang out there. Like you can, as you come up, you can see like some punks kind of standing outside smoking cigarettes. So, like, how much would like somebody like me who wears like fifty different colors at once because she can stand out here? You're not going to stand out at all. You look you look the right kind of weird. It's fine. Okay, girl. <laughs> Damien will stay. Damien will stand out more than you. <laughs> can't imagine right. why. Though, though, though it does say that also yuppies go there and whatnot because of the art scene that they have going on there. So technically, probably none of you will stand out. You and Xanther will probably blend in the most because Xanther is also like, you know, dark brooding look, which is part of the like, you know, revival goth aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Fun. Okay, shall we? Let's go in. Okay. Uh, when you guys go in, you, you note that while it's generally indicated that the place is usually pretty upbeat today, it feels like kind of slow. Um, by all indications, there had been some big parties there yesterday uh, for some type of event or another, something about Dracula's ball. Um, but apparently only like the really hardcore types are out tonight. There's mm. about, if you had to guess, maybe a dozen more or less people on the dance floor. Um, it suggests that I should play some type of progressive rock music at this point, but I'm not going to do that because A, I don't have control of the ability to do so, and B, it would get us TOS. So just pretend that you're listening to something that would be goth-oriented in your head right now. Huh. Um, okay. Specifically on the dance floor, you can notice um, that there are uh, a group of four guys that are, by all indications, slam dancing. Uh, the music that is presently playing is a little bit out. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't remember reading that. God damn. <laughs> so they're, 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 they're like, they're, they're basically dressed in black leather and like, you know, studded bracelets and shit like that. And they're just fucking, you know, like slam dancing and smashing into each other. The music does not really lend itself specifically to that sort of dancing, but they literally do not seem to care. And, like, other people who are dancing more normally are just kind of, like, getting pushed aside anytime they get near them. Okay. There are a bunch of tables surrounding the dance floor, and um, you can see, like, there's, that most of them are unoccupied. Uh, all the central tables are completely empty. But uh, one of the side booths, there's a party of what appears to be four guys. Uh, three of them just kind of look like yuppies. They're dressed almost in the same way that Damien would be. The, the fourth guy is not. Uh, he looks like he fell out of the fucking 1920s. Uh, a bowler hat, mutton chop sideburns, like fucking. He just he just looks he just looks wildly out of place. For those of you who have auspects, uh, one of the gentlemen on the dance floor, and not to anyone's surprise, the guy in the bowler hat are both vampires. Nobody else in the <laughs> club seems to be that you can tell. Okay. Got it. Okay. Cool. Are there any side rooms or is there an office area? Is there? Not that you're aware of. <clears throat> so what's our play? Should we just ask at the bar? Kind of like we do with Tony? If it's I mean, Loden's place? I mean, supposedly it is. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. It's a good start. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Okay, um, so you guys we'll go to the bar. Presumably, like walk around the dance floor. 
yeah, I don't want to risk getting hit by whatever those people are doing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay, do you walk around the side where the dude in the bowler hat is or around the other side? Hmm. What do y'all think? Uh, if we're looking at the dance floor from the entrance, which side to is the left the side is the guy with the bowler hat. The right side is there's nobody. Oh, yeah, I would have went right. Yeah, I yeah probably, right probably would have went right as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys all go right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so you guys walk around the dance floor and like walk up to the bar. And you, you, what do you ask the, the bartender? Can I get a whiskey neat? The, the bartender pours you a whiskey neat. And I was wondering if uh, Loden was in. The bartender raises an eyebrow and goes, who? Uh, the owner? The owner's Flush. name is Loden, and the owner doesn't come in normally. He, he, he does most of the managing away from the place. Oh, weird. <laughs> A friend of mine told me that. <laughs> Anyways, never mind. So... As you guys are like up against, like, like you know, like leaning over the bar area, um, Gregory mm-hmm. and Damien, you both feel like like a muscular arm clap around each shoulder, and the the largest of the men from the dance floor who. Um, Gregory would have noted to be a vampire. Leans into you and goes, "Hey, bruv, what you guys doing?" Well, hello. Who who are you? <laughs> who am I? He says, "That's cute." Oh God, you're serious, aren't you? Yeah. My name's Genghis. I run the Anarchs in this town. The what? This is an Anarch bar. Ah. Okay. Ah. Well, okay, uh, okay. What, 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 would, what did you say your name was? Sorry, I'm having a little trouble hearing in the in the bar. Genghis. Genghis. Like Khan. Okay, just making sure. Uh, well, my name's Gregory. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. And I'm Damien. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, and this is Ari uh, and Xanthra and uh, Iggy. He looks at and he goes, pleasure to meet all of you. Xanthra nods her head. Hi. So I haven't seen any of you lot before. Are you new? Uh, you could say so. So, well, uh-huh. hey, that's great. Um, listen, I don't know what sort of, you know, situation you guys have been introduced to with, uh, with our brethren, but, uh... Here we go. And you can see him like looking over to like the left side of the left side area as he's talking to you. I'm gonna slide away. Okay. And like see if I can see what he's looking at. Oh, it's it's uh you can see the 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 guy in the older outfit is like starting to walk over. Is is that guy's arm still around, Greg? Yes. Okay, I'm okay. Um <clears throat> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and by your brethren, I assume you mean the Anarchs? 
of course. Uh, I haven't really been introduced at all. Well, then, uh, assuming things don't get all weird, no time for the present, am I right? So the guy is clearly getting closer. Weird. Uh, can I see him or am I facing the bar? Um, you would be facing the bar. Only somebody who is specifically attempting to follow his field of vision would be like, would be able to see the guy. Um, and the two of you probably are too you know, <laughs> directly concerned with, you know, the, the strong bald man who has his <laughs> arms around you. Yeah. Okay. So far, so far, Ari is the only person who is directly like in a position where she could have noticed. Yeah. But I also know that I can't get you two out of there. Like, I, mean, you, I think you I'm could probably... insert yourself. Uh, yeah, actually, I could. I'm gonna try to do that. It's like, look, it's lovely to meet you. It really is. Um, but the they were um, these guys were showing me a night out, and um, I hey. hate to waste time. Hey, absolutely no problem with that. I mean, it's a great night. Yeah. And then um, at this point, uh, the older gentleman kind of like steps up and he like says, "Are you quite done, Genghis?" And Genghis just shoots him this look and goes, Oh, God. What is that fucking smell? Oh. It's fuck. It's a bougie cami fuck. What a surprise. Wow. <laughs> I'm... <clears throat> so, Genghis, like, you know, extricates himself from the two of you and sort of, like, steps up to the other guy. And he goes, Listen, mate. It's it's great that you want to, you know, like like do your pissing contest here or whatever, but I was just having a conversation with these fine folks, you know, before you and your lot got your freaking brain worms into them. The other guy looks at Genghis and goes, I dare say, you ruffian, I cannot believe the way that you're talking to me, acting like this is your turf. <laughs> It um it, it does appear as though the two of them are quite acrimonious to one another and uh may or may this may or may not come to blows. Okay. Um so why 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 are you two fighting? Um Genghis looks at you and goes, Cause this is Anarch turf. And the other guy goes, Blasphemy! This is Camarilla turf, obviously. Okay, um, but if you're going to fight about it, why are you fighting here? This is a nice place. If y'all got into it, you'd probably mess up some of the art and stuff. <clears throat> Genghis just kind of shrugs and goes, that's not really my problem. Kind of is. If you're claiming that it's your turf, then you don't want to mess it up. Uh... Genghis kind of scratches his chin and goes... Yeah, I guess. I guess. While the other guy seems to kind of look triumphantly like, ha ha! So, so yeah. They don't want to mess this place up. It looks really nice. And, um, yeah. So it sounds like to me that this is a bit of a disputed turf. And they both look at you and go, no! Oh, okay. So that's a yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a yes. So, um, the, uh, uh, Genghis Liz, listen, 
I just wanted to have a nice conversation with these wonderful young folks uh, so that they don't necessarily make a big mistake in their lives before, you know, before it's too late. I'm sure you can understand. Oh, wait, no, no, that's right. You're going to be a bootlicker forever. <clears throat> to which the other guy goes, I say, this is ridiculous. I say. I can just see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. He's that kind of guy. Because <laughs> yep. this is ridiculous. The Camarilla is is very well respected, and like you can you can see like Genghis is like like turns to you guys and is like like making this jerk off motion as he's fucking going on about the Camarilla. It appears as though both of them want to have interactions with your group in some level or another. And who might you be? My name, dear boy, is Sir. Just Sir. Sir what? Sir. Sir Henry Johnson, but everybody calls me Sir. Okay. I see. Better than Harry Johnson, am I right? Heyo! I'm I gonna smack it. Dan just claps you on the back and says, That was good! That was good! I like I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna smack Iggy upside the back of the head. Like, no! What are you, no! Behave. Don't do that. <laughs> Behave! Don't bruise me. I mean... <laughs> I have to jump just to hit the back of your head. You're twice my size. I doubt I could do anything to you. Um, I'm Damien. That's great, kid. What's <laughs> 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 not for gonna, night? Just not gonna respond to it. Yes. <laughs> and ignore you got it. Got it in there. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Iggy, I like your hat. I didn't mean that Harry Johnson thing. <laughs> he says, well, thank you. At least someone has some taste around here. I'm going to continue to stifle my laughter. <laughs> uh, and that's Gregory and, and Ari and, and Xanthra. Hi. That's kind of so like... they, they all kind of like, yeah. you know, like they, they're like, you know, pleased to meet you, blah, 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 et cetera, so on. So, if this is contested turf, why are you both... Wait, whose was it first? <clears throat> and then both of you look at it, Look, they both of them look at you and go, ours! I could have told you that was going to happen. Uh... Yeah, probably. <laughs> so... that So, based on what you're saying, nobody really knows whose turf it is. But y'all both want it to be your turf. <clears throat> they both go, it's ours. It doesn't look like it. Because <clears throat> if it was yours, then he wouldn't be arguing about it. And if it was yours, then he wouldn't be arguing about it. So, um... Genghis kind of looks at you and goes, listen. Might makes right in these days. We are the strongest. We have claim over this area. Therefore, it's an Anarch bar. To which, like, Sir kind of rolls his eyes and goes, the Camarilla owns everything in this town, dear boy. He goes, not this fucking bar, they don't. Okay. This is gonna end well. Well, um... I'm 
not the right person to be mediating any of this. Just don't, please don't break the bar. I like it. It looks nice. <clears throat> so, sir, kind of, kind of like cracks his neck and goes, listen, I don't have any designs to have a fight on this evening, but I did want to sit down and have an interaction with some of you perhaps before this ruffian gets his weird ideas into your noggin. Some of us, so the rest of us aren't fun enough. <laughs> this, I mean, I would, I would take all of you, but uh, I don't necessarily want to upset uh, the uh, my associates sitting at the uh, sitting at the table. You understand? How would you upset them? And he kind of like like gestures over, and you can clearly see that they are all drunk and not vampires. Mm. Ah. He says, you can understand, having a large group of uh, our kind suddenly come up on them could be uh, very unnerving. Um, are they aware? No. No, no, no. Okay. So should we really be yelling about... They're not, they're not like, yelling out, like, those appropriate words, such as it were. Plus, the dance floor is real fucking loud. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody except, like, the people in your immediate vicinity can hear what's being said. I'm gonna turn back to Damien and Greg just like, I've got a bad feeling about this. About which part? All of it! <laughs> I, I say we should sit back and let them box and then see what happens no. in the aftermax. No, 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 no. Then no, no. we have to deal with all the people seeing... <laughs> Not They're if we superpowers. shuffle them outside. They can, you know, take take the fight into the back alleyway like everybody else does. Well, they both, they all, both of them clearly want to talk to us. So okay. maybe we just let them talk? I mean, I don't see any harm in letting both of them plead their case, I guess. Let's just <clears throat> make them take turns. Yeah, that's okay. fair. This is easy. All right. Well, it's probably easier if you just split up between the two of them, honestly. <laughs> Since since uh, since Sir has made it obvious that he doesn't have a lot of space at his table, he's not going to want to talk to the whole group regardless. Uh, okay. Well, okay. there's five so, of us here, so how do we want to split this up? Because Sir guy... is that you will you will note you will note that Sir has been very specifically talking to Ari the whole time. Okay. So do we want so... to send another more uppity person to the uppity guy? <laughs> So or... Damien, Ari, go over to Sir, and then we chill with uh, Mr. Genghis Khan over here. That okay? That's fine. That was my question. I Just feel like idea. I feel like the two uppity people might already have similar ideals. So, Are you calling me uppity? <laughs> yes, yes and he I'll is. I'll let you do the math of which one is. Um, <laughs> and the less uppity folk will have more in common with this. Anarch, because I'm going to make some ideas of what that probably means. So okay. it seems like you might just kind of be taking in information that you might already think if you talk to someone with the same mindset. Just be careful, okay? Also, let's be honest. If Damien gets near anyone who goes with the Anarchs, he's going to lose his shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you say that? True. 
Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm gonna turn back and it's like, we'll talk to, we'll split up, we'll talk to all, we'll talk to both of you. They both seem agreeable to this suggestion. Although they're both, like, giving each other the side eye. <laughs> and I will walk over towards Sir and kind of motion Damien to come with me. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Damien and Ari go with Sir. And uh, Gregory, Xanthra, and Iggy go with Genghis. Who would like to go first? It's up to you. I don't care. I'll talk to Genghis first. Okay. Iggy, get us some drinks. You don't drink anything. Neither does Greg. But you do. Yeah, and I already yeah. have one. You're not going to offer your friend a drink? Do you want another noogie? <laughs> I'll punch you again. So, Greg, so, uh, Genghis sits down at a table, uh, off to the other side, and, like, like, you know, heard you guys in, um, leaving his human friends, like, still slam dancing on the floor. And, like, he kind of looks around, and he goes, all right, listen, you can, you can talk to your other friends about it if you want, but don't tell anybody else about what I'm going to tell you, especially not that conceited piece of Albert, admiralty, fucking, I hate that word, admiralty bullshit. Before he like really gets into this conversation, then I want to like reach into my pocket and press like a shortcut to start recording audio on my phone. Okay, uh, like he doesn't double, notice. Double tap on like the lock button or whatever. Okay, he doesn't notice. Okay. Okay, so he he has specifically just asked you to to promise not to tell anybody else except for like your other two friends about what he's about to talk to you about. Done and done. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Listen. The Anarchs are having a meeting tonight. We're kind of sort of thinking about organizing against the elders in the city, trying to make this an Anarch free state. Specifically against people like, like Loden or like Ballard, the bully boy of Broadway. Um, as well as the asshole who calls himself the sheriff. Okay. When and where? It says, tonight, 3 o'clock a.m., obviously, uh, at a brewery on North Clark Street. You have to use a fire escape on the building next door, a restaurant called Daly's, and then jump from the roof of Daly's to the roof of the brewery, where they let you in from up top. <clears throat> if you guys come tonight... I promise you'll be welcome. I'll be specifically there to catch up with you, and you'll get the inside track on what's going on in the city. Trust me, you won't make it without us. Okay. Um, Interesting. I have some questions. Sure. Why? Why what? Why are you wanting to do this exactly? <clears throat> what, I guess, what do you have against the elders? Just being new uh we don't really know a lot so i don't know much about like you guys or any other any other people really right 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 i get you okay you probably heard the camarilla five and dime story about all this bullshit i'm sure so let me give you the skinny here mm -hmm. working under the camarilla is fucking bullshit 
Like, don't get me wrong. There are some rules that they have that absolutely make sense. You know, we, we shouldn't be telling other human beings that, that we exist because it would, it would get us a dirt nap. Sure. <clears throat> but, and we should be controlling, you know, how many vampires exist. But the Camarilla specifically directly opposes any and all anarch attempts to make any sort of neonate childer. It's bullshit. It's fucking discrimination is what it is. Not only that, they knock off Anarchs left and right just because. And nobody fucking says shit about it. Oh, blood hunt this. Oh, uh, accident that. It's, it's, it's garbage. It's fucking discrimination. The elders push their weight around on the people lower on the chain than them. And we're fucking sick of it. All we do is get shit on by the people above us. And for what? That's fair argue with that <laughs> i'm gonna kind of like gesture to iggy or xanther and be like you guys want to jump in on this i uh this is kind of how i've always thought so <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna learn a whole lot here that i'm not gonna agree with Gengus. <laughs> i don't know if iggy's gonna learn a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> and he looks yeah this is just going all over iggy's, iggy's head uh Genghis looks at xanther and goes what up How much do you know about us right now? I have no idea who you are. Okay. Do you think it was really smart to tell complete random strangers about this idea, this plan, this meeting? Listen, man, the Anarchs are strong. I don't just tell anybody. You guys look like you're people that I can trust. You're young, but you're not, you're not so young that you're impressionable. You get what I'm saying? you'll probably listen to both sides and come out with your own conclusion. Yeah, essentially. But just don't be more... Do I really look trustworthy to you? Like, look at me. He looks at you and he goes, look at me. <clears throat> and I mean to be fair, the uh, the the man is like six foot two, bald, with like a, a fucking safety pin through his nose and a tattoo on his forehead. What does the tattoo What's say? What's the tattoo of? <laughs> um, a dollar sign with like uh a, an upside down pentagram, uh, like wand sticking through it. But like an actual safety pin, though. An like... actual safety pin is through his nose. Yeah, it's yes, like a nose piercing, but a safety pin. Right, and based on the fact that most vampires generally can't have piercings because they heal up, um, he either has always had this safety pin piercing, or he re-pierces it every night. I'm going to ask him about it. About that? Yeah. And he looks at you and he goes, you like that, huh? Well, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. I was just more curious, like, how does that work for you as, as a vampire? He goes, hey, man. You just you just make a new one hole every night and you're done. No, oh, okay. So you just redo it every day. I didn't know if you had it before, uh, or if uh, you redid it every day. That makes sense. Cool. He like he gestures to his ears and he goes, "These I had before everything happened. This is new." Okay. I want to get something more complicated, but you can do something like this at home easy. Piercing oh, yeah. your tongue, not so much. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so Genghis, um. Who, who else is coming tonight? It was all the Anarchs. All the Anarchs. Hmm. 
Okay. Hey, Greg, do you know in who was at that party a few days ago or last night? Uh, I don't remember that, exactly off the top of my head. Is there a certain person you're thinking of? That one weird fuck. That, that kept asking us all those like that barely narrowed it down. <laughs> like the really, really weird fuck. The one that kept asking us all those oh, fucking questions and shit. What was his? Are you talking about? Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah Iggy, what was his name? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know his face, but I don't. I don't remember his name. He wasn't an anarch anyway, so why are you asking about him? I was going to ask him about that, if he knew who he was. Like asking questions. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? let me no see shit. if I can find it. Hold on. I mean, we could just say, do you know it. this guy? That way we don't have to look up the name. Yeah. No, 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 no. We need to know the name. Alexander Danov. It's Danov. It's Danov. Yes, yeah, Danov. Thank you. Yes, so you know, he says, no, I have no idea who that is. Sorry. Okay. All right. Um, I can't promise we'll be there, but if we are, we'll see you there. And if not, we'll see you around. He nods and he goes, that's all I can ask for. Much appreciated. No Keep problem. it in mind. Okay, so now we go off to uh, Ari and uh, Damien. Okay, so um, he, like, Sir kind of pushes the drunk guys over in the booth uh, so that they're, you know, like, off to the side. And, like, he specifically sets it up so that um, Ari can sit next to him and uh, Damien can pull up a chair. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll get a chair, Damien. You can go ahead and sit. No big deal. Sir clearly makes a face at this. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna get a chair. It's like That's fine. <laughs> yeah. He says, so... Well, since you're here anyway, um before we go, would you would you like to have a drink? And he gestures to the, the intoxicated men in the booth. Oh. <laughs> Was he offering that to both of us or just her? Oh, both of you. He's looking at her, clearly. Like, he's making eye contact with her, but he's offering it to both of you. I'm fine. I already... I'm fine. Thank you. So... They aren't my type. Fair enough. So... You can, you can tell he's he's slightly buzzed. Mm, sir. <laughs> so, um, what did you want you to say? You have to say everybody's name all fucked up, Damien. Pretty much, yeah. At least once. At least once. <laughs> it's the rule. So, what did you want to talk about? So, um, he's just like I've just never seen you here before, and uh, as a as a representative type from the from the Camarilla, I wanted to uh, make my presence known and say hello. 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 <laughs> Um, what's, what's do, you, his... do, you, do you have any questions? Not really. What's his deal? Then I'm gesturing towards Genghis. Ugh, the Anarchs. I'm assuming you've been exposed to the Camarilla in some capacity or another, have you? Oh, of course. The, mm -hmm. the Anarchs are what you would call the um, bastard children of the Camarilla. 
they they would essentially be the the anarchist groups in modern government for all intents and purposes. They don't like the way that we run things, so they they would much prefer it if they be able to run things on their own. Oh, that happens you, they in every system, right? You understand? And I like do. for the first time, he actually makes eye contact with you. <laughs> okay. Because listen, oh, man. The thing, well, it's, it's, you can't, uh, he doesn't seem to be horny, if that's of any consolation. It just seems to be as though he would prefer to talk to women. I, I see. He goes, this is, so this is the thing. The Camarilla basically invented governance amongst the vampires. It has been, it has been our tradition for centuries, millennia, possibly. And the Anarchs are always like, well, we don't like all of these rules. And, well, we don't want to live under all of this. And blah, 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 blah. And, and they don't understand, you see, that we need to have power structures like this in place in order to make sure that specific things are done. You have to have a ruling class of some kind or another, whether it be democratically or otherwise, to ensure that people are not faffing about doing the wrong thing. They would just breed with anybody. They would just make new vampires whenever they want. Blasphemous. You need to pick the right people. I don't, I don't disagree with that there needs to be uh, some sort of structure and rules. That's necessary in any society. Of course. So here's a question for you. If you're so obsessed like society and rules and all that, why are you dressed like that? You know, what's wrong with the way I'm dressed? It's quite dapper. It looks very nice, but it's about a century out of date and it's going to make people look twice at you. Bah. Good fashion never goes out of style. You'd be surprised. I mean, perhaps, but what do I care what mortals think of me? Vampires certainly understand who I am. They know to respect me. In any case, what are you doing here on this fine evening? So, as you are one of our representatives of the Camarilla, then you, of course, know Odin. Loden. Of course, the prince of the city. We, uh, we came here tonight, uh, I guess, under the impression that this was his newest establishment. That would more or less be correct, as far as I am aware. Did you want to see Loden? We did. Ha! <laughs> nobody gets to see Loden. He never sees anyone anymore. In fact, nobody has seen him in a year. We had a message for him. We just saw him, however long ago that was, not that long Three, ago. A couple of weeks months. ago. He kind of raises his eyebrow and he goes, Nah. Ball and ash. But if, if we did have to get a message to him, how would we do that? He kind of scratches his face and thinks about it for a moment, and then he says, You've got to see Neely. He can probably get in touch with Odin for you. Neely? Neely. He resides in a, uh, in a um, hotbed of information uh, that I can tell you about. A, uh, a hole-in-a-wall club called The Cave. Uh, he doesn't reside there directly, but uh, he has a contact there by the name of Horace. If you speak to Horace, Horace will tell you how to get in touch with Neely. And that will certainly put you in the right way to, uh, to, to get in touch with Loden. Okay. 
Could there okay. be a few more steps? I mean, hey, it could be worse. So I was that in character or out of character? That was out of character. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So <coughs> I'm gonna turn to Sir and just do you know a guy named Lucian? He kind of raises his eyebrow and goes, "Not that I'm aware of." Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, is there anything else you felt like we needed to know? Just not, not that I can think of at the moment. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. No, actually, he does know Lucian, but yeah. uh, like <laughs> the, the the face that he makes when you say that is just kind of like like you know like if you're playing La Noir and they make that sort of like press X to <laughs> press doubt X. face. <laughs> <laughs> So like it, it, I'm not gonna make you spend a roll for it, but you can you can clearly tell that he he does know him, but he doesn't want to talk about it. Okay. Well, Damien, do you have anything else? I mean, I'm just enjoying this moment with our new friend. Okay. <laughs> have fun, and I'm going to start to get up. <laughs> okay. Nobody stops you, so you're you're entirely welcome to get up. Yeah. Uh, sir says, it's been a wonderful evening, lady. Perhaps I'll see you again sometime. I'm going to try really hard to not cringe and say, likewise. Okay. Are you going to stay with him, Damien, or are you going to go with her? Uh, I will thank him for meeting him and, and say, I probably should go. Can't let a lady be by herself. He goes, absolutely. Cha-ha. You understand, good man. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm going to start having people make rolls against these sarcastic gestures to see if they figure out if you're fucking with them or not. Not yet. But I'm going to do it. All right. So the five of you gather back up in the, in I would say, at the front of the club. Mm -hmm. Gosh, he was cringy. I think uh, just a different time frame of mentality that's Maybe. what chivalry looked like in the 1900s listen just be thankful he didn't start talking about people of color and we'll leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> i guess but it's just I, I don't know what did what did he say what did genghis say to you guys uh something about a meeting tonight in a brewery Okay, Greg. He uh he kind of just explains <laughs> what the anarchs are and what their uh their thought process is. What's this meeting? Uh, they they're just having like an anarch meeting tonight. Okay, we we need somewhere more secure. I think we we've got a line we've got a line to load. In. All right. You oh, do yeah. Possible. Well, that sounds like is you it got Mr. Bowler. <laughs> yeah, for Mr. Bowler. Mr. Bowler, obviously, sir, is a uh, sir? is a representative of the Camarilla. He said that Loden. He told us Loden doesn't really see anyone, and that he's very surprised that we'd seen him in the last month. Really? Uh, but apparently, you can get word to him maybe through a guy named Neely through Neely's contact at this club called The Cave, and his name is Horace. So we got to talk to a guy about a guy about a guy. That's a 
It's very convoluted. That, yeah, that's a hell of a, a thing there. Um, do we have time to do that tonight or do we have, like tomorrow? That we sounds can, like a tomorrow thing. Well, we can hold, on. Go tomorrow. hold on. I want to ask a question. Um, before we do all that, should we run it by Tony who, who all these people are? I Tony was pretty useless earlier. I disagree. I want to Wait. know why they would be so surprised that anyone has seen him. If they're saying no one has seen him in a long time, and then we've seen him. Like, who the hell are well, we? We're, we're nobody. Well, something makes me... I do wonder if, if Sir <laughs> is a little, a little out of touch, perhaps? You don't say... I was thinking maybe Lone just doesn't like his ass. Or that. He does kind he of may like be, a, you know. I, I wasn't referring to his dress, which is okay. I was more referring out of touches, and he's a little, maybe not, maybe out of influence is the better word I should use. He may not have the influence that he believes he has in the so camera. Bootlicker. Yeah, what a surprise. Somebody like that doesn't, you know, have as much power as they thought they did. Well, I don't know. I'm going to pull my phone out while we're doing this. Any text messages or anything? Is it still, like, oddly silent? Um, I mean, like, you still got, like, a couple Twitter notifications, but your text messages are still completely silent. It's really odd. Why, why don't we just, like, shoot a text Let's... with these names over to Tony real quick? It's not like we got to go spend, like, the whole night talking to him about it. We can just say, hey, you know any of these people. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, I'll do and that. Maybe, maybe ask, uh, ask Tony what he thinks about this Anarchs meeting. I would not. I would not. All right. Call gonna, it women's intuition. I'm gonna send him a text and be like, "Hey, do you know any any of these three people? And uh, why are they uh, saying people haven't seen Loden in a long time?" What three people? Uh, the three names that Damien just told me that they're trying to get the message to Loden. It goes through Sir, and then through his There's friend, two. And through his friend. Well, I'm yes. including Sir in that. Oh, oh, he says. Really. So he responds with. Sir is a fop. Out of no. touch. Okay. Uh, so uh, he says the other two. The other two are connected. Okay. So don't have any more. I don't have any more for you than that. Do does he think they're like trustworthy? He's like, a, like he, he responds back, kid. No vampire is trustworthy. Not even me. True. All right. Fair. Well. uh... I'll I'll just relay that to them. Like he said, uh, Sir is out of touch, kind of like we thought. And uh, the other two, though, they're they're uh, they're legit. Okay. So <coughs> if we if we have to get a message to him, I guess we could go through those guys. That's how it sounds. So yeah. What do. What time is it? I mean, it's um at this, by this point, it's probably about one a.m. Uh, the club will probably close within an hour, so you may not have a lot of time to do anything there. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the Anarch meeting will probably be starting in about two hours, so uh, you could take your time going over there if you wanted to do that. So, Conversely, I mean, you can kind of go to the club, the, the cave, anytime. The Anarch meeting is happening tonight, so if you don't do it tonight, you don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you guys get the impression from Genghis that uh, these were the rebels, basically? Uh, I, I, I say just people of different opinions. Yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily say, like, rebels. They just kind of think differently and aren't, uh, like, people to just 
immediately accept everything. You know, they kind of question things and and search a little bit deeper than just saying, yeah, that's cool. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Okay. Um, Are they out of character? Are you guys not going to tell Damien that that the meeting is about overthrowing? the? Hell no, we ain't telling him shit. (laughs) Hell no. This is why out of character, this is why I was saying, should we send people of differing opinions with these groups? Because 100%, my character immediately would agree with an anarchy group. They'd be like, fuck yes, dismantle the government. Take all that shit down. Will you guys tell me later? (laughs) I mean, you're going to fucking find out if you go to this thing. Okay. Sounds so. like you didn't even tell me that that or Ari, for that matter, that they invited us. It was kind of a. Uh, well, technically, they didn't invite you guys. They invited us, but we're kind of. No, he did say you could invite so. your. He, you could invite your friends. Yeah, he said to bring. Oh, I know. If we wanted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Xantha's talking. She's using her words. Let her. Let her. Let her. No, that's fine. I just. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure that you know. That's all. We, we got. We got. All right. From the top. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um. Well, he said we could come. Didn't directly invite y'all, but if you want to come with, um, if you want to go, I'm not opposed to it. I'm always a fan of information. That's how you get the big bucks. It's true. I'm gonna kind of side eye Greg. Like, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm yet. I'm kind of 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 the same mind as Xanther on this one. You know, if we we go, we learn stuff. We learn stuff. We don't. We don't. As long as we think it's safe. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think that they would like try to. He attack seems us really friendly. Yeah, he he's right, but more friendly. more our association with them could anger those that are in power. You make a good oh. point. So I have a proposition. What if they don't know? So I think that Damon, be one hundred percent straight with me when I ask this question. How much do you would you? How much do you want to be in Loden's pocket? I I wouldn't say I want to be in his pocket. But I mean he's certainly done a lot for me with the connections on on making me able to preserve my career and okay. I mean one of the discussions that we had that Ari and I had was that you know the the the, the vampire world is very much like a political world and I I fit into that mold. Would it lower your personal standing if you were seen at a meeting of anarchs? It certainly wouldn't probably be great. Okay. So how do you feel about if we do decide to go, you hang back? I'm not letting you guys go alone. Well, the reason I say that is because this way, if anything does happen, if anything you know, we learn anything, or, you know, shit does hit the fan, your face isn't there. So therefore, you don't have that tainted in the back of your mind. So in case you you, you do get in Lo- Loden's pocket, he won't be all like, 
oh, but you were at that meeting, so I'll put you on a stake. Kind of thing. Yeah, but where would that leave me if the four of y'all are put on a stake? With tricks. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but sheesh. Why would you want to subject the poor man to that, Iggy? And Tony. You'll still have Tony. I mean, talking about steaks, that one looks like it's been heat bit with a meat mallet, so... <laughs> so, um, oh, I say don't worry about us. Greg can handle himself. He's a bit of a rowdy rouser. Ari's pretty, and Iggy's Iggy. Iggy's prettier than I am. <laughs> Thank you. But, I mean, don't you just think, even if, if it's just me not there, if it's the four of you, it basically implies that our group. Hmm. Do you want to interested? Hang less back then. Kind of split. I don't know. What? Uh... I mean, it depends on what the nature of the meeting is. Yeah, you guys still haven't told us what the meeting, what they're talking about at the meeting. That's why we. They have haven't to really go. told us what it was about, but it sounds like because if it was like a public forum, they wouldn't have you know been so they'd probably be passing to... flyers about it, <laughs> it yeah was, exactly you know, a very public meeting yeah i'm gonna turn back around and leave the rest of the group and walk back over to sir okay so you... as he as he sees you walk over he like his face kind of brightens up and he goes well well what can i do for you you know, Lucian. I I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. He, he told kind me of to like talk. looks around and then he goes, okay, fine, what? He told me to talk to you. Okay, you've talked to me. He didn't really explain what for, something about not getting sucked in, whatever the hell that means. The thing you need to understand about vampiric politics is they are the worst. No. <laughs> Scoff if you wish, but the the easiest way to be in the game is not to play. If you allow yourself to be sucked in to do other people's biddings, eventually you will just become a pawn in as many people's games as possible. Also, he's um kind of sort of friendly with Modius a bit. Mm -hmm. Um I I can't really, you know, get in on that one way or the other. I am uh, not the most popular of people, shall we say. <coughs> but he is a good person. He is a good person, I think. Okay. So if he, if he is warning you about this, then most likely he probably sees good in you as well. Okay. Thank you. He kind yeah. of like, you know, like, like, like makes like a like a, a bowing gesture of sorts to you. You really need to update your mannerisms. <laughs> Not gonna walk off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look, I, I have mm -hmm. I have an out of character question for Mark. Shoot. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna text it to you. 
Okay, that's fine. Secrets. Okay, Greg. Honestly, what do you think about this meeting? Uh, I mean, I don't really n- n- know until we go to it. You know, I just this is the first time we met the guy. He he seems trustworthy-ish. Like he trusted us off the bat to tell us about a semi-private meeting. So. Okay. I trust you. I will haunt you if this gets me killed, but I trust you. That's fair. I assume if it gets you killed, I'll be dead as well. But I also do agree that maybe not all of us should go. Yeah, I mean, I don't think everyone needs to be there, but who, I mean, are we wanting everyone but Damien to go to save his face because I mean to be fair most people would probably assume looking at me that I already am part of that group I mean I could change yeah but your your face is still your face people know what you look like you you have had a face in the public eye for a long time right but how do you think I managed to not to go to public places sometimes and not be noticed I'm sure people noticed you. They're just pretending not to. So, Damon, I say this because I believe you're a very smart person. Just like me. Even though we are technically one group in the kindred world, we do not have to be one amalgamous group. And also, worst comes to worst, or best comes to best, this is an extra source of information we use to help inform future decisions we make together as a group. But if we all go, then saying something does go wrong, saying the wrong person sees the wrong people there, then it just turns out to be doors closing and no windows being opened. So we split. Who goes then? Okay. Well, in that in that fact, in that matter, why don't we why don't we set up a, a mic or something that I can listen in? Uh, somebody's got their phone on speaker. I will note that if you do split up, the some of you could actually go to the cave and resolve that particular plot point simultaneously. Um, you do have enough time to do that, but if you want to split up at this point, you might as well make it so that, like, you know, fucking Damien isn't sitting at home with his fucking thumb up his ass. Right. No, I would probably stay back, too, because if we're using the argument too recognizable, I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, so I think me and Greg should go. Okay. Well, Damien, you, you and Iggy, and I, we could go Try to get that message to Loden. Okay, but I'm at uh, least record at least record the meeting for me. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna turn to Greg. It's like, be careful, please. We'll be fine. I don't think you and I have a good understanding of what fine is anymore. Yeah. yeah. Narrator voice. They will not be fine. <laughs> Everyone died. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not going to kill your characters this early. Come on. Just promise me you'll be careful, please. We will. Yeah, don't miss that jump between that one building and the other building. Okay, right. so we're going to split up. Um, who Before we split like up, go um, Damon, can I borrow your uh, gun? <laughs> I'm already thinking of all the ways that that's a bad idea. Just don't. um, I'll give my gun to Greg. Greg already has a gun. Oh, and hey Greg, Greg I borrowed your gun. Thinking you borrowed Damien's a gun. Kimbo. <laughs> um, I, 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 can you do? Have you ever even shot a gun? I played Call of Duty before. No, 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 you cannot have my gun. No, no. Her character sheet says yes. Actually, she has a two in firearms. She does. Wait, what? <laughs> that's what I'm fucking Wait, seeing here. Up? No, that's not mine. Of course, Anthony doesn't have two in firearms. What? I no. I have two in firearms. No, I'm looking at Mr. Anthra has two in firearms. What? You, sh you sure? We got the same sheet. <laughs> no, because there's no Xantha, She doesn't. There was a dot there. I'll there's remove it then. That's fine. <laughs> And I, I don't know where the fuck she to save shoot the a gun. I mean, she grew up in Chicago, but not like that Chicago. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'll remove. I'll remove the firearms. That's fine. Okay. So, um, right before Plus, we split up. Hmm? Well, I, I'm still with this with with Santa. Yeah. Plus, I I kind of need it because uh, Greg has a gun. I know Ari doesn't. And yeah, Iggy's strong and can probably pummel somebody, but if shit hits the fan, I think at least one of us in each group should have a gun, don't you think? Actually want a gun, but okay. You're gonna end up shooting yourself in the foot if you have I one. Or someone else. Fast. <laughs> yeah. Santa, you have a fucking knife. Yeah, but it's not a gun though. <laughs> <laughs> Right before we split up, I'm just gonna turn to Greg one more time. It's like <coughs> text if you need us, code words or something. I don't care. Just don't be an idiot. I got you. You know, you know my uh, my usual messages. Yep. I've got like pre-programmed things. I yeah. bet it's bring the pizza. It's not okay. So now, so now we're going to split up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who wants to go first? Uh, the people at the at the cave, or the people at uh, the brewery. Do the brewery first, because I gotta go to the bathroom. So. Okay, <laughs> okay, that works. Well, you sound like you're sounding better, at least. Yeah. Do we want to? I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. Do we all just want to take a quick break, quicker than the last one, but a break? We could. We can. Uh, I don't care. I'm fine to keep going if we want. I mean, if you want to start the brewery thing, if Sodomi and MPI are good to go, then the rest of us can take a break. Oh, I want to hear it. <laughs> I will be right back. All right. All right. We can take a very short break, but since we started late, let's uh let's get back from it quickly this time. Yeah. Boom. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Okay, guys. We are back, and we are heading to the brewery where Xanthra and Greg will be attending the Anarch meeting, and uh, seeing what seeing what that's all about. So take it away. Okay, so as directed, uh, you have to the, the building that you arrive at is just completely bricked up, <clears throat> except for the front door, which is like like wood hammered into it and fucking locked closed. It's it's literally inaccessible by any conventional method that you can see. Okay, so 
you would do indeed have to climb up the uh, the scaffold the on the the fire escape on the side to the roof of the building next door, then hop across, which is not a particularly large jump, so I'm not going to make you roll for it. Okay. But once you get there, there's a doorway on the roof that is already open, and like the the, the word welcome is just like painted on the roof area. Once you go in, uh, it passes by the third story, which was probably offices at some point, but just from your own general view, is just is just dust and grime and the. Once you head down from there, there's not really a second floor. Uh, it's just an extension of the first floor, and the first floor is just a maze of fucking rafters, open ladders, and old disused brewing equipment. There's one large open area, which is surrounded by three brewing vats, and that's where all of the vampires are congregated. Gotcha. There are a bunch of vampires that have already congregated by the time you get there. Some are just sitting on the floor. Some are sitting on old kegs. Some are, like, leaning on hand carts. Some of them are, like, sitting on the rafters. Some are hanging upside down on the rafters like assholes. Some are crouched on top of the vats. There's, there's probably about 12 to 15 people here. Um, but you kind of can't tell because, like, a lot of the room is just really, like, doused in shadows, so it would be difficult to really, like, see for sure how many people are really between the building, or, or in the building. As you come down into the main area, by the ladder, you see, um, a, like, kind of a waifish-looking young boy playing the guitar in the corner, and then what appears to be an even younger boy standing behind him as he's playing. As you come down, uh, the, the, the younger boy playing the guitar, like, sees you, stands up, passes his guitar to Neon, and walks over to the two of you. He looks you up and down, then he looks down specifically at Xanthra and says, Why are you wearing those shoes? Those are a year out of date. I thought only dorks wore those shoes anymore. You're muted. Hey, Xanthra, you're, you're muted. muted. Oh, can I have yours then? No. Oh, then stop talking shit about mine. Thanks. So he, he looks at... Uh, I don't remember. Like, what, is, um, what does Gregory look like? Um, so I can read you the exact character description. But basically, um, he's kind of like tall sort of skinny but like well built uh usually just wear like jeans like kind of not like skin tight skinny jeans but you know like the more like fitted jeans they're not like bell bottoms or boot cut or anything like that uh just a, a basic t-shirt uh since it's nighttime i would probably have a hoodie on i mean like how does he how does he keep his hair uh usually i wear a baseball cap but if not it's i mean it's actually just kind of like shorter like my hair like just is he clean shaven? Is he clean shaven? Does he have a beard? Does he have a goatee? Um, I would say he's probably pretty clean shaven. Okay. Because I've also got a uh, like a bandana usually around here in case I need to pull it above my face. Okay. So, like, he kind of looks so he kind of looks you over and goes, "What's with that bandana? What are you going to rob a bank?" Um, I mean, if I have to. Well, anyway, my name is Damien, and I'm here to make so sure no strangers are attending our show. You got That's anyone nice to speak for you? 
Uh, yeah, we actually <laughs> met. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting to see if anybody caught it, but I was like, <laughs> this was the, this was specifically the moment that I was waiting for. I want you all to know this. Uh, so we uh we met um um Genghis earlier today at a uh, at the bar. As you are saying this, Genghis kind of like rolls up on Damien and goes, "Yeah, that's right. They're with me." And Damien just kind of nods and goes, "Oh, okay, cool." Cool. What's up, Genghis? Thanks for uh, thanks for having us, man. He goes, "Yeah, man, definitely. Thanks for coming." And he like holds his hand out like he's <laughs> waiting for a fist bump. I'm all fist bump him. Okay. He holds his hand out to Xanthor like he's waiting for a fist bump. She pounds it. Okay. And then he just kind of like wanders off, leaving you in the care of Damien. So, um, Damien, what's uh, what's 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 going on here tonight? He. Genghis kind of gave us the the basic rundown, but I was curious, you know, what 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 are we doing? Just just here, we're here to talk with, you know, other anarchs doing anarch things. Okay. Do you play the guitar? I don't, unfortunately. Always wanted to learn, just never did it. He kind of like looks at your hands and he goes, "You have the hands for it. You could probably do it." Okay. He looks at Xanthor and goes, "Do you play? You don't play the guitar." How do you know? I can just tell. Listen, Damien. I know someone else with your exact same name. And let me tell you something. Okay? I'm not much of a lady, but you gotta learn to speak to them if you're ever gonna, you know, not be that's much of a short pipsqueak anymore, okay? Cool. Why? Damn, you're fucking annoying. He just kind of like looks at you for a second and then he just shrugs and goes back to uh goes back to Gregory. He goes, Is she always like this? Um, for the most part. You get used to her. I'm sorry. Eh, it's an acquired taste, but I, all in all, Santa's good people. Give me that guitar. I'm gonna play it. She goes to snatch a guitar away from Damien. Oh, Damien doesn't have it, he gave it to the other kid. Oh, so the other the other kid is like sitting there, kind of like playing around with it. She's gonna so, grab it from the other kid. Um. Okay. You Wait, grab is it acoustic or electric? Other... It's acoustic. Okay. She's gonna try and play a uh, few chords. Okay. Let's see. Um. <laughs> out of character, has Xanthra ever no. played a guitar before? No. Okay, we're going to go dexterity plus performance difficulty of nine. Nice. Oh, this actually might be doable. It was not doable. (laughs) Okay, you, you, you make, did you botch it or did you just fail? Just fail, no botches, no botches. Okay, you make kind of like a warbling noise with it that doesn't really sound like much of anything. I'm just going to kind of laugh and just be like, see, you never played, did you? I never said I did. You know what? That's Damien says, you could learn. I mean, you have forever. That's actually pretty <laughs> true. You do have forever. You could absolutely learn. 
<laughs> That's how I learned. Anyway, oh, it's gonna for. it's gonna start soon. Come on, and okay. he like gestures you over to like a place to sit. Okay. Okay. Well, so take I'm, gonna you... text, I'm gonna text Greg asking if he's still alive. <laughs> okay, you get a text message. Burnt, burnt. Uh, I'll pull out my phone and just quick text back. Just yeah, we're good. Letter R, letter U, still alive? Question mark. Yes. Cool. Burnt, burnt. Yes. Okay, so uh, Damien leads you off to the side and like sits you down in a position so that, like you're if you're if you want to, it's very easy to step back into the shadows and not be particularly visible. Mm -hmm. So like you could you could quite easily disappear if you wanted to, even without obfuscate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as you guys are sitting there like getting adjusted, Damien walks back up to the stage. Uh, he he fiddles around with the guitar for a second, and then. Like he he steps up to the the center of the stage and a silence just falls over everyone. He looks around for a moment and basically tells everyone to look to the person to their left, to the person to their right, and if they don't know who that person is, to throw them out. One or two vampires give you the eye, but Damien immediately steps up and goes, "No, they're okay. No other spies are discovered. Nobody's identified anyway." And Damien says, "The time for uprising has come." We can wait no more. Coming from Gary to tell us about it is our glorious war leader, Juggler. And then, leaping from the second floor and grabbing one of the rafters, the vampire who calls himself Juggler swings on it for a moment and then leaps into the room, making an Iron Man pose when he lands on the stage. I'm going to kind of lean over to Xanthra and just whisper, that was, a really good super that was a really good superhero landing. It was. <laughs> Now I, I do I do want to ask you, you out of character both of you remember who this guy is right uh, Yeah he was guy starting shit uh in Gary Yes Yes he was the asshole who was starting shit in Gary Okay I just wanted to make sure out of character that you guys remembered in character who he was Gotcha <clears throat> Yes mm -hmm. so now you learn that he's the leader of the anarchs in Chicago too so that's kind of surprising So um Juggler kind of sort of was like, hey, how's everybody doing? You know, and everybody's like, hey. So he introduces the meeting and essentially is like, you know, I'm trying to organize everybody here together into a cohesive group. And the like, the, the, you can you can hear some sort of like some people are like, yeah, yeah. Some people are like, eh. so you can tell that there's not it's not like 100 percent support behind Juggler for this. Juggler can clearly hear this and goes, listen, you have nothing to fear. The laws of the Camarilla protect you, and Loden himself has forbidden other elders from acting against us. Um, so at which point, like, Damien kind of, like, stands up, and, like, you, you can see, like, him and Juggler are having a few words, like, like, Damien appears to be very heated about the suggestion that, like, Loden is kind of, like, forbidden the elders, like, that Loden is even involved in this in any capacity and so on. Um, it seems to be getting heated, but just as it seems like it might go anywhere, all of a sudden, from, like, the entryway, you hear, like, like mocking, clapping as three gentlemen step out of the shadows. 
you two gentlemen recognize them as Duke, Earl, and the Count. Oh, shit. <laughs> really glad I'm not there now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Duke looks around the room uh, at different people. Um, he looks in your direction, but doesn't acknowledge that he sees you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then does like it, continues looking around does it seem like he noticed us or he's just kind of like he's just scanning the room okay he, if, he, if he noticed you he didn't indicate as such got it so um he he looks around everybody <laughs> and he goes well 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 prince gives you a little bit of rope and you decide you gotta hang all these kids with it i'm i'm just disgusted with you juggler You 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 get an opportunity to you know sit down and gather and have conversation and that's all fine. The prince understands that. The prince isn't that upset about it. But then you want to organize outright rebellion under his protection? I I am not sure that I am down with that, sir. Sir. Fuck you, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> It's great change is afloat. Not where I'm standing. Not here for certain. This is a silly idea, you know? And, like, Juggler just, like, kind of, like, also, like, like makes the jerk-off motion at him. And he goes, listen. I need you to understand. I am here to break up this little meeting and prevent you all from making a big mistake. If you uh, if you are not all that interested in listening to me, that's fine. Um, but uh, if I don't walk out of here, uh, my associates on the outside are going to be all too happy to set this building on fire and uh, make absolutely certain that the lot of you are taken out with me, if you understand what I am saying. And like, like nobody, like everybody's just kind of like staring at him. Like the other, the younger anarchs are just kind of like, you know, they're they're cowed by this guy because he's like several orders of magnitude over them in terms of power. Um, juggler, Damien, and um, uh, uh, Genghis are absolutely in no way impressed by this guy, and like kind of sort of like, step up in a way that indicates that they are all too willing to get into it with him if need be. So, like, you can, you can kind of see that there's, like, sort of a standoff going on here at this point. I'm going to whisper to Greg. Uh, do we have an escape plan? Uh, I mean, we can back into these shadows a little bit and try to sneak out, I guess. Or you could you could do a stealth roll and try to see if you could make it to the upward stairwell. Mm -hmm. um, if you can make it to the stairwell, you can probably bolt for it and get out before anybody else does. Okay, so we have that option. Uh, or worst case scenario, these dudes we recognize come over here and talk to us. 
we convinced them that we came in to, uh, you know, do a little recon on what's going on here. Uh, I am not con- actually. Yeah. Let let's let, let's let that be Plan B. Okay. So, yeah, do just you want to try we, to sneak out of here? Um, I, I mean, I, if we try to let's sneak get in position too, and they and they catch us, we can easily just say we didn't want to draw attention to us being connected to you in the middle of all of this. <clears throat> that would probably make shit worse. As you guys are having this conversation, you suddenly notice that like whatever is going on, like like uh, Duke kind of sort of takes a step back and seems like he's about to wet himself as like Damien just steps up to the front. Well, this is an interesting development. Let's keep watching. Yeah, I'm going to I want to kind of like step back into the shadows that you mentioned that we're like right in front of but still continue to watch whatever's going down here. Same. So Damien looks at him and goes, why are you like this? All we're trying to do is have a nice conversation and you have to come in and ruin it. Duke goes, now, 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 I, I'm not trying to cause any trouble. You understand? I'm just here as a representative for the Prince trying to make sure that there's not any sort of anarchy and whatnot going on against his wishes. Damien kind of looks at him and goes, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I absolutely think that you are trying to cause problems here. And I think you need to stop. And Damien, uh, Damien, um, Count just kind of, uh, Duke just kind of goes, listen, listen, I understand I may have come off as a little bit cross. I will, I will leave you to your devices if you wish. But you do need to understand the, the, the prince is very upset about this sort of gathering together and, and uh, you know, uh, ballyhooing and whatnot. Damien, thinking that he has made his point, just kind of crosses his arms. And you can see Duke, Count, and um, uh, Earl. Earl, thank you. Um, like head back off towards uh, the exit way. Um, the Count kind of looks at the both of you and makes a gesture like maybe you want to come with him. The other two just like head up, like head off and like don't make any indication. Wait, you did it towards us? Towards you two specifically, yes. Oh, Oh, fuck. Like snuck back in the shadows where we couldn't be seen. (laughs) He's looking back to where you were in particular. Oh. Does assuming he's... that you guys have hidden over there. So you, yeah. you clearly see him do it, even so. Mm. <laughs> you now have a dilemma. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um... I would probably make mention of the fact that he did specifically say that, uh, that uh, if anything bad happened to him, the building was going to be set on fire. It's true. <laughs> What does that say? <laughs> um, uh, can, uh, I guess, can we start kind of like sneakily making our way around the side? Or should we just like walk out? 
Just be like, that um, he was about to catch. I would his probably, shit on fire. you could probably stealth your way out. Um, for Xanthor, it would probably be pretty easy. Just throw up some obfuscate and go. Um, for you, I would say you would probably want to make a um, dexterity plus stealth roll. Uh, difficulty of mm, six because it's pretty dark and everybody's kind of like focused on the fact that those guys just left and whatnot, so they're not really paying attention to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm peace out. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me let me roll all these all these dice. You said six. Yeah. All right. Looky here, headphone cable. You gotta quit falling there and trying to fuck up. You gotta get roll. a dice tray like I got, man. Yeah, I know. <gasps> That's but my like, next Amazon tomorrow. They're ten, they're ten <laughs> bucks on Amazon. They're ten bucks on Amazon, and they got like a foam bottom, so they make it really easy to roll. They're great. And I bet you can get really cool ones too. Three, well, you probably can. I just, I just got um a black one with a uh, a red base and a black one with a uh black base called Easy Roller Dice. There you go. But I mean, I've had them for like a year and a half, and they've held up. You said three successes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You you make it out of there. Nobody notices you. Cool. Yeah. Okay. You um. Or am I good? No, you just did an obfuscate. Um. <laughs> I don't. Let me double check. I don't think you have to make any kind of a roll for obfuscate uh, level two. Unseen presence. No roll is necessary unless you speak, attack, or otherwise draw attention to yourself. Um, I don't see any reason why you should have to reveal yourself in this situation because, again, it's you know it's a fucking dump. Nobody's paying attention to this shit. So you're fine as you are. Um, you can you can actually like move around um, with this particular power. So it's you're fine. Uh, you guys both make it over to the stairwell, like, reasonably close behind them, and, like, head up just kind of, like, right behind them. As Duke gets outside, he waits for the other two, and then he sees Gregory, and he just kind of shrugs, and then he looks over and he goes, light it! Glad we got out of there. Yeah, and then you can see, like, a ghoul of his that is on top of the roof just, like, lights the fucking building ablaze. So then he and the other two uh, jump over to the restaurant. And uh, you may want to do that now because in like two turns, you won't have the option. Okay. Okay, yeah. since, it's under, uh, since it's under duress at this point, uh, I'm going to say dexterity plus athletics difficulty of six. Roll, fuckers. Roll like your life depended on it because it does. <laughs> I've never been in this much pressure before. Wait. Uh... Well, look athletics on the bright side. Look on the, yes, yes. Oh, dexterity plus shit. athletics. Difficulty of six. Four. <laughs> okay, you successfully make it with no difficulty. You even make a little Iron Man pose when you land. Hell yeah. Two, two, two successes. Okay, uh, you don't make the Iron Man pose, but you successfully make the jump with no difficulty. <clears throat> okay, so you can hear the other vampires starting to panic. And, like, Duke just kind of looks at you and goes, I would suggest the two of you might want to get the hell out of here uh, before the gentlemen down there get up here, assuming any of them do, of course, and start asking you very interesting questions about why you decided to escape at the exact moment that, uh, that we left. Uh, because if you don't, it might be your ass. And with that, the three of them just, like, turn and go without saying anything else. Okay, bye. Yeah, let's go. Back to the crib. Okay, so you two are gonna you two are gonna bounce. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll cool. uh, we'll dip back to probably my place, and then when we get back, I'll text Ari and just be like, 
Made it home. Shit got real. Tell you that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back to uh, back to the others. Iggy, Iggy, I assume went with uh, Damien and um. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. All right. So you yeah. three go to the cave. The no. Cave. Yeah. Right. I was gonna say who said no. Nobody said no. I thought I heard somebody say no. I coughed. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, want to, I just want to make sure. All right. So you guys go into the cave. It's a little bit after one a.m. when you arrive, and you're just it's it's for all intents and purposes the place is basically kind of a dump. Uh, not very hospitable, and it's certainly near nowhere near as nice as any of the bars that you have been to in the past couple of weeks. It it lacks any of the sort of vampiric charm of something like the Succubus Club or the general charm of something like 20th Street Diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the only bar in the area. So it's, it's, it's very much a fucking dive. It's a bar for like blue collar workers, construction workers, um, like thugs and near do wells and things of that nature. When you guys walk in, it's basically empty except for a couple of regulars at the bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... There are there are like I said, no other clubs or bars nearby. So like the place just just looks like shit. Uh, the street front property um, is just just the door. Uh, the building itself is just terrible, and the inside is not much better. Uh, there's a little hallway entering into the bar, um, but the hand uh, the, the 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 hallway as you enter it actually has some stuff which are interesting there's antique door knockers all over the walls interesting yeah like there's lions gargoyles mermaids all kinds of just just crazy shit okay at the end of the door uh you swing in and it just goes into the bar uh the room itself is just a circle uh it's dark it's dingy it's it's basically every shitty bar from every shitty movie you have ever seen. Uh, it looks and feels like the inside of a cave. Not a surprise there. So it's the kind of bar Damien would hate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is your but skin Rab, is fucking crawling just walking in here. But Rab the player would love. Sure. <laughs> I love it. Because I, I fucking love dive bars. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's two people working behind the bar. Um... Uh, a, a larger man with a little bit of gray hair and a, a very pretty young woman, uh, probably in her 30s, who is um, big in all sorts of ways. Is anybody looking at us funny? N- nobody's even paying any attention to you. A couple of tables are full, um, just like, you know, people who are very... Like just just deadpan. They're just kind of sitting there at the tables, just just drinking. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna walk up to the bar. Okay. Like both. Like everybody. Everybody there just kind of like like just vaguely looks at you and then just ignores you. Like every like they like they 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 give not even the smallest shit about your existence. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just go up to the bar. I'm right behind him. And I'm if Iggy's not paying attention, I'm dragging him with us. Okay, uh, you can see that, like, a couple of the guys from there are, like, giving you more of the eye than anybody else. Mm-hmm. As they do. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm so gonna, you go up to the bar. Yeah, I'm yep. going to glare back. If I'm going to glare at them if any of the ones that are looking at me. If they catch you, look. If they, if you've caught them looking and they look back at you, they like, like make like, you know, like, hey, and like they kind of like, you know, like, like gesture for you to come over and hang out with them. Because that's gross and disgusting, I'm just going to kind of like grab Iggy's hand just to try to, like. No. I'm going to put my arm around Ari. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're a thruple. I'm okay with this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They they look at they look at Damien and are kind of like eh, whatever, but then they look at Iggy and they think better of it and just go back to their drinks. Thanks, guys. Okay, so I, we're up at the bar. Yeah. Okay. Does the bartender come over? The bartender is behind the bar, but is making no indication. Like they're aware of you, they're just waiting to see if like you want something or whatever. I'm gonna make like the. The, the typical bar hello. Yeah. The, look at like, me. Look at me. Can I get something? <laughs> Gesture. Oh my gosh. Okay. So she sees you specifically for uh, like, you know, like waving to her. And she like she can kind of see that the regulars are like giving you the stink eye. So she walks over, like kind of leans forward to give you like an eyeful and goes, What are you having, sugar? Uh what do you got on tap? Um, she blitzed off like a couple of beers that are available. I pick a, a blue collar beer. She goes, Ooh, fancy. And like, you know, gets you the beer and like puts it on uh, the counter. She goes, anything else for you, honey? Yeah. I'm wondering if uh, you might point me in uh, the right direction. Oh, where's that? And I just slide a $20 bill on the table to her. <laughs> she of course pockets it and like, you know, shoves it between her cleavage and goes, you've got my attention. Of course she does. Um, it's I'm a looking, good holding spot. I'm looking for a guy by the name of Horace. She she kind of like scratches her head for a second, and then she looks over and she goes, "Fred." <laughs> so the older guy kind of comes over and he like leans against the bar and he goes, "What can I do for you?" Uh, yeah, how you doing? I'm looking for a guy named Horace. Oh. All right. Um, he kind of like like takes his hands off the bar and like kind of leans in for a bit. Uh, he goes, "All right, you're gonna have to give me a few minutes, but fine." Okay. okay. Thank you. He nods and he like goes off to the side. Are creepy dudes still being creepy? Meanwhile, um, I'm. They're they're now actually staring like a big angry hole in Damien. Apparently, apparently the young lady the, the behind the bar like never flirts with them, and <laughs> now the fact that specifically the fact that she flirted with you has pissed them off to no end. Yes, I'm gonna start flirting with the bartender. The lady. If you, if oh, you yeah. would like to ask, okay. what's with <laughs> the knockers? Just to try to get them to stop glit. What's, no! you're, you're going to ask her what's with the knockers. Yeah. I'm going to kind of point to the door. Oh. She, she, she makes a face for a second until you like point to the door and she goes, oh. Oh. See, I. Uh, Ignore okay. him. Ignore him, love. He's a bit of an idiot. She goes, no, 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 no. No, it's fine. It's just, you know. I thought no. he was asking about something else. Oh, no, um, that's, um, that's just decorations the boss likes. I don't know where they come from, but he really seems to like them. So, what am I going to say? 
Oh yeah, cool. So those regulars back there, are they always are they always super creepy or is it just tonight? Only when a pretty lady comes in. Oh. Well, I mean, the Met must mean they're creepy all the time, huh? And how do you deal with it, man? You I like. You I like too. And uh I just shut them down. They uh they have learned not to uh play with me, mostly because Brett Fred will take them out back and break their face. Yeah. You know how you wanna really it. piss them off just because it'd be funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I don't know, like, maybe you kissing somebody in front of them would super piss them off, and it might as well be me, because it would be fun. She goes, well, I've never thought about it before, but... So is, are we doing this? Is this a thing that we're doing? Oh, yeah, we're doing this. Okay, so you kiss you kiss her. Oh, yeah. Long. Roll dexterity. Really, just to really okay. piss off the people in the bar. <laughs> okay, while this is going on, what are Damien and Iggy doing? <laughs> Damien uh, just kind of turns around to put his back against the bar and just kind of crosses his arms and just looks mildly amused. What does Iggy do? <laughs> Iggy's just going to like see that and he's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And he's going to like kind of imitate. <laughs> oh, he's going to imitate what, uh, what Damien's doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I'm going to stop kissing can... her and just be like, okay, that ought to make their day. <laughs> he goes, oh, made mine too. And I just sit my beer as I kind of chuckle. <laughs> okay, you can, Damien, you can clearly see that those guys are, like, they are bemused, like, they are both amused and pissed at the same time. <laughs> like, on one hand, that was great, but on the other hand, fuck you, what the hell, you know. Iggy, I, if, you're, if you're paying attention to that, you notice that. If you're not, then you don't. I don't I'm know. I'm gonna turn and like lean time. against the bar the way the other two are doing, and just gonna be like, "Well, that was uh, fun." He was probably paying a, a little bit of attention. He probably well, figured it okay. out once he got that turned around. <laughs> Never kissed a woman before. Okay, so after a couple of minutes, um, Fred comes back, and he'll say, "All right, just uh, just go to the end of the hallway and knock on the door." Thank you. And like you can see, like he's he's not making eye contact with any of you on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While we walk down the hall, I'm gonna turn to the creeps in the bar, give them two middle fingers, and then grab both Iggy and Damien's hands before I walk out. Okay. <laughs> and they they walking. start making a noise, but then Fred like thumps on the bar and they quiet down. And okay. as we're as we're walking toward the hallway or whatever, I look at her and go, Are you trying to start a bar fight? Maybe. <laughs> Never been in one before. Sounds like remember, fun. Remember, we need, to, we need to sort of lay low. People get in bar fights all the time just because you've never been to a bar like this. Who says I have it? I feel like I handled that just fine. I'm going to look him up and down and it's like, no. <laughs> okay. It wasn't always so, this way. You guys get to the end of the hall and you can see the door is like partially ajar. It doesn't even seem like you really need to knock on it. You can just probably push it open. After you. I still knock. Okay. You hear, come in. Okay, in we go. Okay, the room is filled with a group of really tough-looking bikers. All of them are vampires. They are not paying any attention to you, though. Okay. As you, as you notice them, you notice that in the middle of the room, there are two other vampires. One of whom is lying prone on his back, staring up at the ceiling. The other one is on his knees next to this guy, and as you guys come in, he smashes a stake into the guy's heart. 
The guy on the floor convulses, spits up a little blood, and then just kind of lays there. Holy shit. One of the bikers immediately turns to you and says, hey, get the fuck out. What are you doing? And then the guy that's on his knees goes, no, no, it's all right. It's fine. So I'm going to kind of, kind of like, I don't want to say stealthily, but nonchalantly kind of push Ari behind me. Okay. So Horace, so the other, so the one guy stands up, he looks at the others and goes, my apologies. Uh, I wanted to wait until you got here, um, but uh, it was it was just so exciting. I, I wanted to get started right away. Uh, my name is Horace. Um, the, uh, the 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 gentleman here. Uh, you might recognize him, but he goes by the name of Eric. And as you look down at him, Eric. Um, hold on a second here. Let's see. History is not a thing that anybody would really have. So. Uh, let's no. see uh, Ari no Damien no a um this may seem like a strange role but Iggy I would like you to give me a wits plus performance role difficulty of seven. Oh boy all right wits plus performance performance Did you say difficulty of seven yes. Oh, actually, uh, Ari, give me the same role. Wits plus performance, okay. Uh, two tens, should I keep going? Nah, it's sufficient. <laughs> you succeeded. Um, what was the difficulty? Uh, seven? One success. Yeah. Uh, you both vaguely recognize him as looking like Harry Houdini. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. <coughs> Is that why they recognize him? Because it's Harry Houdini? Yes. Okay. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I'm that... gonna whisper I'm gonna whisper into Damien's ear, like you know you know the member you know the magician, right? Harry Houdini? Looks just like him. I know that guy. And and uh Horace just goes, Yes, yes, yes. Lots of people know him. It's fine, it's not a big so deal. Anyway. Why is there a steak? In him. Aha! You see, that's the question. You see, Eric and I have a bet. Eric contends that he can escape from this, and he points to this, like, huge, heavy fucking trunk that looks like it would take all three of you to lift it. Steel-banded trunk at the far end of the room in less than two minutes, despite having a stake through his heart. Now, I realize this is completely preposterous because, you know, we're vampires. We can't move once we've been staked. Right. Okay. But he is Harry Houdini. Fair. He kind of looks at you and goes, he has a stake through his heart. I'm going to kind of grasping this. I'm going to kind of like hide a little bit more behind. Like he's not angry. He's just animated. I know, I but, I'm still, clear, but I'm still freaked out. Oh, that's sure. totally fine. That's totally fine. So well, he says, now these gentlemen here, now these gentlemen here, as he gestures to the other bikers, he goes, are the ones who brought Eric here, and they all wish to bet on him. I, of oh. course, think better of it. Okay. Fun. Well, so fun. The, the lead guy looks at you and goes, apologies for before. <laughs> My name's Tyrus. You want to make a bet? 
Uh, is it all right if we just watch? I'm, I'm fine good. by me. I'm good. Well, please proceed. My business can wait. I'm gonna bet on Horace. Horace goes, ha ha! Good man! So Tyrus takes like whatever amount of money you give him. Uh, 20, 20 bones. Okay, you put 20 bones down. Horace is, is thrilled with the fact that you have bet on him. Uh, the other two abstain, which is fine. Uh, Horace and the others lift Eric and put him into the case. They lock it, they close it up, and they put up um, they, they padlock it. He, he, he offers that you may, you know, inspect the, the stake placement if you want, uh, anything else. No, we're, we're, we're we believe you. <laughs> so I play along. And of course, if you need someone independent to look. The stake it, is dead center where you would expect the heart to be. It is so like I'm completely in, through him. I'm in full, I mean, Damien. <laughs> Oh yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the 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 stake is just completely pierced through the center of him. Okay, it's 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 pretty obviously through this guy's fucking heart. Okay. Okay. Um. So with that done, uh, like Tor Tyrus looks down and goes, "You good?" Yeah. All right. So then they dump him into the case. They lock it up with multiple padlocks. They drop a curtain over it. And then they start up a stopwatch timer. 30 seconds pass. A minute passes. A minute and 30 seconds pass. At exactly one minute and 55 seconds, Eric steps out from behind the curtain, blood oozing out of the hole in his chest, holding the stake, which he then drops on the ground, and he dusts himself off. Shit. Wow. Okay. That is very impressive. Very impressive. So Damon Eric, like, so yeah, so Horace is, is just absolutely confounded <coughs> and is like, how did you do that? And Eric just kind of like waves him off and like, just leaves. Like he just like, like dusts himself off, like, like bandages himself up and just walks out. Y'all saw that too, right? Yeah, this map was fascinating. Are all these other bikers here too? They um, they're like you know leaving with Eric and just like clapping him on the back and like laughing about how great that was. They were literally only here to see this happen. As soon as they leave, I'm going to relax slightly and come out from behind the other two. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of say, well, I didn't know we were also going to get a show when we came tonight. I thank you. Hopefully you didn't lose too much. Yes. It's fine. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't bet because who, I, it just didn't feel right. I mean, I understand it's just he had a stake through his heart. I know. You noticed. I'm dumbfounded. There has to be. But I mean, it's magic, right? He he looks at you and he goes, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Well, Horace, so my name is am I, as I understand it, yes, you're 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 Damien, you're Ari, and you're Iggy. Correct, sir. Fine. 
So I've heard that you were uh, part of the contingent that was sent down to Gary to to deal with Modius's stuff. And as Correct. he says this, he he is yet yet another person this evening who makes the jerk off motion when he says stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, All right. Under normal circumstances, I would go through a whole verification process with you, but I know you're Damien. I've seen you before. It's fine. You you passed a bill last year that I was okay with, so fucking whatever. Well, Listen, I'm glad you liked it. Thanks. You can tell he's still he's like he's not he's not pissed at you. He's just pissed that he fucking lost this money on a guy getting staked through the heart. Right. He goes, Listen. This is this is what I'll do for you. Uh, he picks up the phone and he dials. Um, he he he's talking to someone or another, and then he goes, "Okay," and he hands the phone over to you. Okay, I say hello. This is Damien. Ah, Damien, it's Loden. Ah, Prince Loden. So good to speak to you. Indeed. Listen. There have um, been some unfortunate developments, uh, but uh, I will need for you to meet me tomorrow at the Field Museum of Natural History at 3 a.m. on the dot. Just tell the guard out front you have come to see me and he'll let you in. I'm sorry, you said 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. Sharp. And then the phone goes dead. So what do you say? So I, I hand the receiver back to Horace. Okay. Say thank you very much. He goes, of course, of course. I uh, I would see you out, but um, I I would like to be alone for a while. Okay. Well, nice That's meeting you. <laughs> understandable. And uh, I I did want to ask: Is this your bar? It is. I very much enjoy it. Could we come back and visit again? You are welcome anytime. I'm going to, like, kind of look twice at Damien, like, what the heck? <laughs> and so I reach out to shake Horace's hand. He he gives you kind of like a limp shake in return. He's just clearly not in the mood. And I say thank you for your assistance and your hospitality. He goes, of course, of course. Yeah. And... When we walk back out, I'm going to blow kisses to everybody in the bar just to purposely antagonize the people in there. Somewhere. And I'm just going to kind of start pulling her a little harder on her hand, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, like, you know, rabble, 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 and then you just hear Fred just, like, thump on the uh, the bar again, and they all quiet down. <laughs> um, as soon as we get outside, I'm just going to burst out laughing. <laughs> okay. Iggy's going to flip a couple of the knockers on the way through that hallway. <laughs> as you do. As you do, yeah. That was That was fun. That was fun. We should go back. I want to piss them off some more. Uh, well, would you like to know who was on the phone? Yeah. Well, you heard you say it was Prince Loden. Yeah, uh, to be fair. What did he say? <laughs> um, meeting tomorrow, 3 a.m. Okay. okay. And I'm uh, assuming this is about when I get the text from Greg saying correct. crap got real. Yes. I'm going to text back, where are you? Uh, I mean, the first thing I said was we got home fine. Like we, yeah, we but home there. doesn't necessarily home. Does home mean my your home, her home. home? Okay, that's what home. Means. All right, we gotta get Greg. I'm gonna show the other two the text message and just be like, let's get to Greg's. Figure out what the heck went wrong. Fine with me. All right, and, and, and guys, our, our car was still waiting. So okay, that's fine. and guys, thanks for um, 
keeping those creeps off. Uh, I think you were doing a fine job by yourself. It was funny. I think it was mostly Fred. Yeah, I know, but you guys helped. I think they were scared of you, Iggy. By the time you guys arrive, it's a little after 3.30. You arrive at... uh, you arrive at uh, actually it's like probably around 4 a.m. when you arrive at uh, uh, Gregory's place. You're probably at this point going to have to stay there for the night if you're going there now because mm-hmm. it's getting pretty close to sunrise. Which he okay. has space, like he has enough resources. But I'm just letting you know that's that's what's going to happen here. Okay. Okay. It, it plays well, fine for me for what I'm about to do. So yeah, while we're in the car again, I'm checking for any text messages. You have received no other text messages. Okay. It's just weird. Okay, so you guys pull up to Gregory's house, um, and you go in. As you start to have a conversation, Ari, your phone goes off, like your text message goes off. Okay. A number you don't recognize just says, check the news. I'm going to turn on... You, Greg has a TV, right? Yes. I'm going to turn on the TV. (laughs) Okay, you turn on the TV and you see like a news anchor uh, talking about like late breaking news. And all you can see is a a sign that says um, like that says like a civil war in Italy or a civil war in Greece. Excuse me. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. So like there's like um, there's very specific things. They're like it's it's a very minor thing. Uh, It's a very minor incursion. Um, like there's people being interviewed about it and you can clearly see one of the people being interviewed about it is your fucking mother. <sighs> She's like, oh my God, there's all this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know how Greek people talk. That's just, in, just, just say it's in Greek, probably that they're translating over. Yeah. So but like you can, well, you can fucking hear it. Like, and like you, they can translate it, but you can also understand like basically like shit broke out out of nowhere. Uh, they had no idea what was coming. It, it just, it's like, there was, there was nothing. Um, and so the news says, um, and because of this, uh, the civilian casualties are thankfully minimal, uh, but air travel has been shut down for the foreseeable future in and out of Greece. As messed up as this sounds, that solves one of my problems. Okay, the same number just texts you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just says, you're welcome. Who the um, what the? And then just as God. you're staring at it, the message just deletes itself. Did you just say you're welcome, God? Okay. What the hell? I'm gonna try to call my mom. <laughs> okay, she she answers and she's, you know, like, what are you doing up at this hour? Blah blah blah. You know. Um, you know, I can't go outside in sun, and, and all this entire conversation's in Greek. Of course. If you know anything about Greek, you might pick out like some phrases, but in general, it's like a rapid fire. Y'all they, don't no, nobody bought languages. Nobody knows Greek. It's fine. All right. So it's like it's all Greek. Um, you know, I can't go outside in daylight. What the hell happened? Are you okay? Because oh, so I'm it's... fine. I'm fine. Um, just some random incursion happened. I don't even know what they're saying. It's a civil war. I don't even know who the hell would be doing a civil war in the first place. It's so ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just. Is everybody okay? She goes, oh yeah, the family's fine. Okay. Well. I don't know why I'm making her sound like a Yenta, but she sounds like a Yenta. (laughs) That works fine. But okay. So it's. Also, I'm giving Ari a point in languages because it occurs to me that from a narrative perspective, she should know how to speak Greek. So. Okay. Um, 
just a free point in languages. Yay! But um, so so it's saying you can't come anymore. Yeah, they're they're right. saying they're saying that the 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 airlines are all closed down. Uh, they don't know when it's going to be open. They're saying like a month. That's good because I've told you multiple times, don't come. She goes, oh, we're gonna come out there and visit Honey soon. Don't you worry, Mom. Mama, you gotta stay, okay? Don't don't come see me. I'm fine. Okay, and this conversation goes on for like yeah, it goes on however years. long it goes on, and probably so, until around sunrise. While they're babbling in Greek, um, I'm gonna let Greg and um, Xanthra know that uh, just very quick rundown. Not really touching on anything. Really, we met Horace. I was able to get a hold of Loden. I spoke to him on the phone. We have a meeting with him 3 p 3 a.m. sharp uh, tomorrow night. Cool. Okay. Okay. And then really um, not that much to report. Yeah. Are you, you going to tell them that they, that they stake Harry, that they stake Harry, they stake Harry Houdini? Oh, I'm yeah. Just, yeah. I skipped over. Like, also, Houdini was there. Yeah. Really? Holy shit. For real? Yeah. So they put a stake through his heart. And then they locked him in a trunk with like a gajillion padlocks and they put a curtain over it. And then about like, what was it? Like a minute and 50 seconds later or something? He just stepped out from behind some other curtain in the room. It's crazy. And then he just left. That's a pretty Oof. Houdini thing to do. He's a vampire. Yeah. Oh my. I, Houdini's a vampire. Exactly. You know what? I literally never even thought about this till right now. I wonder how many other famous people are vampires now. Oh, probably, oh, already probably Keanu. Yeah, I'm gonna. You guys are gonna hear me like my voice get loud enough to where I'm yelling. It's probably curse words, and then I'm gonna hang up and throw my phone against the wall. We'll say you I'll throw your, your phone at the sofa because if you throw it against the wall, you're gonna need to get another phone, and there aren't a lot of places <laughs> open to get new phones at eight o'clock at night. Okay, I'm just gonna throw my phone because I'm pissed. It lands on the sofa. Fine. Uh, everything okay? Stupid blah, like devolve into another string of Greek curses, and then it's just like, I'm okay. My stupid mother's talking about driving here now, like driving out of Greece and getting a plane in Italy or something. It's okay, that made a lot more sense that you said the second part. Um, I'm about to say. <laughs> well, we'll um, we'll keep an eye on it, and we'll we'll kind of deal with that as as the time comes. <laughs> yeah, you know, we talked about that earlier, so. I know, I know. I'm just irritated and kind of freaked out. <laughs> um, but uh, what happened at uh, at the meeting? Yeah, this okay. I know. Yeah. So before we continue with what goes on at the meeting, just so you guys know, I'm really glad just me and Greg went. Yup. So prefacing this, I'm not sure how we're going to go ahead of this, but in short, there was some anarch bullshit. Um, some of Camarilla hounds came through, and some more shit happened. Before we continue, if you do not want to know this, or you do not want to have to lie to anybody to preserve any information that you said you did not know, I just closing your ears now. I want to hear everything. Okay. Yeah. Greg, tell him. Side eyes answer like thanks. So um Duke, the Count, and uh Earl showed up. 
Oh, um, oh! I'm kind of glad I wasn't there now. Nice. They were not pleased with this meeting existing. Uh, and uh, what was the meeting about? Juggler was leading it. What? what? If we remember that dude. Yeah. Uh, the misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, that ass. Yeah. He, I think, he's just kind of trying to like get the Anarchs to be like one group instead of a bunch of tiny ones. Huh. Uh, and he didn't really make it very far into the like the meeting or conversation before those three showed up. Uh, they came in, they weren't happy. Uh, they kind of got in each other's faces. They uh. The well, one of them, I don't remember which one said, if if he doesn't walk out of the building, they were gonna burn it down. So basically, if he died, everyone was gonna die. Uh, so they left, and we kind of dipped out behind them and snuck out because I heard fire, and I thought they're gonna catch it on fire no matter what. Uh, Did they see you? Yes. Yes. Uh, as soon as we got outside, they lit the building on fire. Oh Jesus! We made it across the street with uh the the three count. Duke and uh, the Earl, and they basically just said, "Get the fuck out of here!" Because if not, those people are gonna kill you. Huh. Uh, so I don't know if anybody made it out of that building because we just dipped. You better hope nobody did. Oh my gosh! Well, I, no one really noticed us yeah. leaving because they're all of the commotion. Uh, so I, I I think we're fine. Just in case, though, let's. Make sure we uh, pay attention to who we're around. Also, um, the biggest takeaway here, Juggler is trying to plan a coup. Dead top. Oh. Why does that not surprise me? Okay. Well, you know what? I think the one of the good things is at least from my opinion, the Duke, the Earl, and the Count heard this, right? Before they set the building on fire. I'm going to we could, uh, guess We could so? assume they did. They didn't really okay. like, say they didn't, but they kind of, you know, after it was all said, they kind of like sarcastically clapped. So I'm going to say they were hiding in the shadows and walked in and saw it, or heard it happen, sorry. Okay, well, I, I think that... That means we don't really need to bring it up. And, you know, let me open this Wait, up. Wait, you don't want to bring it up? Let me, I'm let me, surprised. Let me bring this up a little. Let me, let me bring this, this up first. When I spoke to Loden, he was, he sounded excited to hear from me. And he said that they'd had a very eventful night and it was very important that we talked soon. Mm. That leads me to believe that he knows that you guys were there. I don't know if you guys should show up to this meeting with Loden. I mean, it might I look worse if they don't. Yeah, I would yeah, think that's we should show up because we would have all the inside information of what happened. I, I, I think that's better, but I mean, I feel like it's just such a 180 from the other night when you guys didn't want to tell Loden anything extra. Well, here's a difference, though. We were at an event where we were invited to last night where Loden asked us to be to. So we're cool there. We were at an event just now where people were actively opposed to Loden. So therefore, 
two plus two equals fish, and the fish is fish might think that we are part of the Anarchs, and the Anarchs might think we are part of the Camarilla, and therefore, yeah, we're up Shit's Creek with no paddle. Well, I think I think the decision's been made for us now. What side we're on? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I will. I will actually clarify a couple of things here, just for just for edification. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what any of the Anarchs think at this moment, because again, y'all fucking deuced out before any of them tried to escape. So they may just think that you escaped with the rest of them, depending upon who you encounter. Yeah. Um, further to the point. If if Loden were likely to think that you were shit or want you dead, uh, his enforcers would have probably killed you on the spot or not directed you to leave. So you're probably not going to die if you meet Loden. Okay. Well, I was about to say, I you know what? You, you make a great point. I think you you got to come to the meeting now. You, you just so you guys can. Hey, that you were there, but don't explain why but just that you have information about it and you wanted to make sure that the count and the duke heard everything and of course answer Loden's questions yeah I, th- I think i think at this point uh damn and i think at this point we we need to definitely follow you know i was on the fence i was gonna just give him the letter and not really allude to much just let him know that the meeting went, that the party was, eh, and and give him the letter. Now I think we really do need to follow what Tony said and 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 yeah, allude to the fact that there was some plotting. Um, because I think now combined with everything else, I think we're Loden's agents now, and we've gotta. Well, and Joker showing a Joker juggler. Sorry, Chocolate. almost got him mixed up again there. Showing up in two places and inciting, you know, well, just being a pain in the ass, basically. Yeah, and, um, you know, during their whole um, meeting and discussion and everything, there were some people who agreed with him that they should be, like, one giant powerful unit to take down, you know, the man and uh there were there were also plenty of people who weren't really weren't really for it you know they were uh they were kind of against it and one of their uh i don't know i I wouldn't call him like a head person but the guy that was kind of running the meeting before juggler showed up they didn't seem to be seeing eye to eye on that either who was that uh funny enough his name was damien really yep Okay. But uh, he's an asshole though. Yeah, he, he <laughs> Xanther did not get off on a good foot with that Damien either. I don't know what it is with you and people named Damien, but here we are. Um but he they weren't like particularly seeing eye to eye either. So I'm not a hundred percent sure that the the whole of the Anarchs are wanting to to be involved in that. So but in the end, they burned them all. Dad, they just lit the whole the whole building on fire. There was no, you know, let's... And the only ones they really gave an opportunity or kind of a gesture to get out were you two? Yeah, and yep. I don't even know if that was because they were going to burn the building down. I don't know if that was more of a test to see, like, y'all staying with them or y'all with us. 
hmm. or a recognition that you guys are part of the Camarilla. Or that they just knew us and they were like, we don't want to burn you alive yet either because they don't know about us yet. I don't know. I don't think they so like we... us that much. I don't know. Well, I think we we definitely need to fill Strix in. Yeah. Um, especially if we're going to be meeting with Loden tomorrow. I, you know, the more I think about it, I think all six of us have to be there or Loden's going to suspect something. Okay. And I, I think I have the best rapport with him, so I think I should continue to be the communicator with, with Loaded. And then, he you know, you, you guys... You'd like not, that, wouldn't you? I would, he, too. He's not that scary, Xanthor. He... I don't know. He, he was very nice to me on the phone. I mean, you could be nice and scary. This is true. Well, so the Strix. I mean, yeah, but at least at least Loden doesn't look like somebody got into that a bear got into a chew toy, chewed it into a pile of mush, and then left it out to dry. I mean, yes, it's true. Loden doesn't look like a fucked up Gengar. So it's you know my power got me. <laughs> finally, I got Sedoman. <laughs> Um, but I, I think I think we all need to get some rest. Okay. Look, he looks like the Crypt Keeper's uglier brother, okay? That's true. Before we go to sleep, I'm going to pull Greg into a separate room. Okay. okay. You can make burner identities, right? Um, we, can, we can sure try. What's going on? I just think we need to be prepared. Any particular reason? No. I just... I'm paranoid enough now that they were going to set an entire building they on fire. True. That I think if we need to get out of Chicago, we need to be ready to completely wipe ourselves off the grid. <coughs> okay. We'll, uh... Okay. I'll, I'll do my best. I might have to call in some favors, but we'll see what we can do. I'm not saying we're going to end up using them. I'm just saying we need to be prepared. Sure. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Good night. Or morning or whatever time it is. <laughs> All right. And uh, that wraps it up for another week. And scene. <laughs> that shit was wild. Holy crap. <laughs> got real. That was awesome. I was like, oh, oh, oh they really like fire if they really burn and burn and they really fight like so i'm guessing and and if this is something we'll find out later just tell me like i'll sure. find out later um i'm guessing that the other damien is much more powerful than the other three. Oh yeah like a lot more oh yeah and you said he was a young boy he looks to be about like 16 or 17 yes okay but he's probably a really, really high generation. Mm -hmm. uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Mito. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he is, uh, he is much like the Wu-Tang Clan. He is not anyone to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got that impression. <laughs> um, and the one thing you were looking forward to was just being able to dunk on me with another NPC. <laughs> 
No, I was specifically looking forward to introducing the other Damien because I was just like, "This Someone's I didn't plan it. this, but this is great." Okay, you said it wasn't going to be good for me. I thought that in like a character sense, it was going to no, be no, right? no. You thought it bad for me because you just got to dunk on me for twenty minutes. Okay, no, it wasn't twenty minutes. It was only once, and technically, I didn't even dunk on you. Someone else said that's great, yeah. kid. That was MPI, I think. No, that was Sodomi. I'm not going to take that. Was Sodomi joke? That was 100 percent Sodomi. I'm not going to take credit for that. That ain't right. Uh, Wait, okay. yeah, said, so, that's nice, kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great, kid. That's uh, great, kid. So, all right, yes, all right. So let's see. Uh, as per the standard, uh, everybody gets one point. Hooray! Yay! Uh, Ari, what did you learn? Um, I learned first off that things in Chicago are getting way realer than she wants it to be. And that God may or may not be far more powerful than we originally intended. Um, she's really kind of freaked out. And that's why she's trying to prep plans to get out of the city if need be. Fair. All right. Uh, Gregory. Uh, well, I learned quite a few things. One, there is a group of people that are already vampires that think like I do. That, you know, government bad. Uh, that my favorite celebrities could be vampires and I wouldn't even know it and never would have thought about it until now. Keanu Reeves walks around in daylight, so he's not a vampire. Yeah, it's not him. It, it, it would have to be like older, Daywalker. like people that would have, Alan would have Rickman. died, you know? That's why Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman could be a vampire now, yes. Betty White. He faked his death. <laughs> Betty White still goes around in daylight. As far as we're aware, she's not a vampire. Well, yeah. Alan Rickman is... That's he's got to be a ghoul, though. She a ghoul, though. I think she's an angel. <laughs> you do not want to meet angels in this universe. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, okay. fuck angels. But so, all right. Uh, so that's that's Greg. Damien. Uh, Damien learned that uh, there definitely are vampires that are out of favor. Okay. Um, like, sir, um, who couldn't help us hardly at all. Oh, okay. Santhra. Uh, Xantha learned that her training for throwing punches has paid off even better every single day. And also that holy shit stuff escalates mad fast. Okay. Iggy. <laughs> Iggy learned that Houdini is a vampire. He goes by Eric. Uh, and he has a lot more uh, clarity on the drinking from uh, other vampires rule and that's about it okay fair enough all right so as far as role playing goes uh i will give everybody one point uh just to just to give them whatever it was that they needed there um did anybody do anything heroic today i don't particularly mm. think so uh, not really <laughs> yeah you, you know who didn't do something heroic Gregory and Xanthra definitely did not do something heroic when they <laughs> snuck out of a building just before it got set on fucking fire. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I'm out. Well, was I supposed was to there do? Not, get fucking burned? There, you said there were two turns. Was there an opportunity for them to maybe help some of them out? or? 
Uh, oh, to help them out? No, absolutely no, not. No, they were no. Fu- you you kind of tell just from the way they were acting. It was it was fucked. It was gone. That shit was going right. Up. Some I'm of them are right. going to escape because like you know they'll fucking break fucking doors down or they're fast enough that they can get out quickly. But there was no way for you to have helped from the roof. Like literally the uh, the 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 systemic storyline stuff was. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, do 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 do. Um, in order to outrace the flames, each character will need to accumulate five to ten successes, depending upon how many others are in front of them, by rolling dexterity plus athletics at a difficulty of eight. This indicates that they have to run across the roof and leap to one of the nearby buildings. Gosh. Oh, so they could have been really hosed. Okay. Oh, they so could have. Fu- they oh, legitimately could have died. They legitimately Xan- could have died. Xanthor was not. She can't roll that many dice. <laughs> yeah, no, you 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 could have died. Gosh. Would have. Not in one roll. You don't have to make five to ten successes in one roll. It's it just, was what? Wait, which roll was it? Dexterity, uh, dexterity plus athletics. That's two dice. Yes, I understand that. <laughs> I'm just like, you had a couple of turns to do it. You still probably would have gotten, like, royally hurt, but you might have survived. Gregory, of course, would have been fine. Gosh, that's crazy. Okay. Does anybody think anybody here deserves more than one point for role playing today? Hmm. Definitely uh, Ari for going the extra mile and turning that bar into <laughs> an absolute ridiculous romp, and it was hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I was going to nominate her for coming up with uh, making up with Damien idea, too. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Well, then, uh, that puts Ari at uh, nine experience points. Gregory at 16 experience points. Damien at three experience points. Xanthra at eight experience points. Ooh. And Iggy at nine experience points. So unfortunately, you still have to get one more point before you can uh, before you can uh, buy that uh, potence. Uh, that won't be a. Th- wait, I'm gonna, wait, I'm wait, gonna wait, 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 wait for that. Anyways, wait, wait, wait. can we nominate Iggy? Story we have to nominate Iggy for an RP point for the knockers joke. That was pretty good. <laughs> okay. That All right, I'll give him. Me. I'll give him that just this once. So there you go. Ten. We'll give it. We'll give Iggy uh, ten experience points. So you All can right. buy the point of potence if you want to. Yeah, that that was that was hilarious. Yeah, that was uh, that was. Yeah, that was no. great. <laughs> no, I just figured it's the bar. Someone's got to like, absolutely want to just start trolling those skeeves. So. <laughs> Well, it worked out. It's like first you make the skeeves think that you're there in a relationship with two different men, then you make out with the female bartender in front of them. <laughs> and then again, you make them think that you're in a relationship with two different men. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so my question is, my question is, in this relationship uh, between between um, Iggy and uh, Damien, which one is the bull and which one is the cuck? Doesn't always have to be that way, though. Wow. <laughs> Because I really think that Iggy is probably the bull in this situation. <laughs> wow. Uh, I could probably go either way, I think. Okay. 
<laughs> now that things have gotten awkward. Rab's uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Everyone's but, uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to end up probably going back to that bar at least once to like troll all those people again. Yeah, I really liked uh, I really liked uh, Horace, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I can't escape in his heart. <laughs> I just want to oh, have I, more like Houdini tricks. That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. I had an, I, another question. Well, I had two other questions for you, Mark. If I had yeah. bet against Horace, would that have been more of an issue? Uh, Horace would not have enjoyed interacting with you if you had a bet against him. Um, the fact that you did not bet at all was better than if you had bet against him. Um, right. if you had bet against him, he only would have been interested in interacting with either Ari or Iggy. <clears throat> and then the other thing I wanted to ask you is what the fuck is a ballyhooin? What? <laughs> you never heard the term ballyhoo? No, I've never heard the term ballyhooin. Like, how have you never heard that? I don't know. I've never heard that either. I was well, the say, I'm not surprised that you haven't heard it, MPI. It's just you're from the South. What's the well, I just love that me and and I looked up at the screen at the same time. <laughs> me and Sam both went, Ballyhooin. <laughs> I mean, I've heard the term Ballyhoo, but only used for spotlights. And I'm like, uh, how does this apply to whatever the fuck is happening here? According to Merriam Webster, Ballyhoo would be. Ballyhoo would be a flamboyant, exaggerated, or sensational promotion, or a publicity, or an excitable commotion. Yeah. This kind of okay. sounds more like a hootenanny to me. Yeah, that's yeah, a hootenanny. That sounds like a hootenanny. <laughs> that's that is also a correct word for a ballyhoo. Yeah. So, question. Damn yes. Can I have pissed off those people in the bar enough to start a bar fight? Um, yes. Yes! <laughs> um, it, it probably would have gone badly considering you were trying to get information from the guys in the back, but if you had goaded them enough, eventually it would have caused a fight and you probably would have gotten thrown out. Cool. Yeah, I think it, before we dropped Taurus's name, after that... After Fred, we smashed a few faces. Fred was... <laughs> Fred's just like, boys! Yeah. <laughs> so it's Fre Fred... Fred's is ghoul. Um, Fred is by all indications not a ghoul, uh, but he knows about vampiric stuff. Maybe he's a ghoul. Uh, okay. the, the the guy does not give me any indication that such is the case, and Got no it. stat blocks are given for him. So okay. I am assuming that he is basically just a person. Um, let me let me double check. Do 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 do. Um, I was just curious. Like Point out doesn't say, it doesn't say that he's a ghoul, so I'm assuming that he's not. But he knows <laughs> enough to know not to make eye contact with vampires, for example. Mm. I would also like to point out, I didn't roll a single fucking die tonight. Oh. You didn't have to. You had to punch more people in the face. <laughs> that was the only reason I rolled last week, because I had to defend against your punch. <laughs> Look, man, you guys are role-playing particularly well. Maybe you should have gone to the fucking place that got set on fire so you could have done a stealth check no i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah no no yep no i will we will nope next mm -hmm. time i'll make certain that your office gets set on fire when we start so you can make let's, a fucking escape let's, check let's not thank you, you sure that was, that's you fine sure? we're at greg's okay. house okay I'm, I'm good i just want to let you know I'm, I'm here for you man if you want to if you want to make a, if you want to make an escape check no, i'll set I'm your on. office on fire to start off the episode i'm here for you help me I, 
Help you. I will say I was Help about me. to have to roll because you. if you guys hadn't told me the truth about the meeting, I was going to use Mesmerize on Xanthra. Whoa. To... Uh, How did you know they luck. told the truth? <laughs> Meta gaming. Well, there's some meta there, yeah, but yeah, yeah he, did, he specifically pinged me, and he was like, "If I use mesmerize on Xanthra, would she know?" I was like, "Not if you succeed." <laughs> so yeah. I was thinking about it. Yeah, there's some meta there, but there's it's RP too. Like, sure, you know, it's impossible. Uh, also, as I as I said, Mallet, as I did say, I did say I was going to deal with your parents. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but as character knowledge, to to against the meta thing as character knowledge you told me something that was such a bombshell that i oh yeah, yeah. just believed yeah. you like i wouldn't have gone digging you know <laughs> hey mark because i'm probably an idiot where is languages on this thing um <laughs> it goes know. under um uh what's it called uh backgrounds yeah. okay thank you i yeah. already filled i already filled it in on the sheet on the drive okay, cool. uh i put in languages one point yeah. uh since you your character would know greek Oh yeah, like none of you other none of you other fuckers get languages unless I can think of a good reason for you to have one, and so far I can't. So eat shit. All you know is English. I'll probably end up teaching you guys Greek curse words for no reason, like just in the in the course of already hanging out with you guys. She'll probably teach you how to curse. Worst comes to worst, I would pull out my phone and just like Google Translate that shit. And I pull out my phone. Then I pull out my phone. Yeah, so the one thing the one thing that's interesting about the changes for 20th anniversary is languages used to be a knowledge skill mm -hmm. and then like you were just generally knowledgeable about knowledges but someone somewhere realized no that's fucking stupid and they made it a background so every point knowledges you have you're fluent in a knowledge but only one in addition to whatever your primary is yeah and it would make Language. sense background wise for me because Ari was raised in a Greek household, she would have been bilingual from the moment she started talking. Yep. yep. So yeah, no, it makes sense. Yep. Oh my gosh. This this was I'm glad I'm glad that we've all made up and this was a blast tonight. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay. Hey, I told you I Rab, I told you I had something planned. Yeah, yeah, you did good. That's why <laughs> we gave you a bonus point for it. You're sweet. Thank you. All right, my lovelies, I need to get off and go to bed. So if we're going to wrap up the stream, we need to wrap up the yep. stream. Uh, yeah, I so got to go piddle. We'll wrap up. Can sure. I get you guys to stay for like five minutes after? Yeah. Cool, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just have a break real quick first. Thanks. I mean, you could literally walk away and just leave your camera up. That's all I need. Oh, okay, like, I don't fine. care what cool. you guys do. I just need your cameras to stay on for a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Camera um, off? Okay. All right, guys. So thanks so much for joining us for the fourth well, fifth session, if you count our pilot, of uh, All My Friends Are Undead. Tonight was a good session. We started a little bit late, so if you were watching live, I apologize for that. And I apologize. It's a little bit shorter of an episode because of that. But we had a lot of technical difficulties, which is why I'm asking them to stick around. I'm going to try to fix that. So if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. Don't forget that we do these live uh, every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash Instinct. If you're listening on audio, same goes for you if you want to see our faces and kind of uh, put a name with a face. Stop by anytime. We'd love to have you leave reviews and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks again for watching or listening. We will catch y'all next week. If you guys are watching live, don't forget if you missed any of this episode, like you came in halfway through, they're on YouTube or they're on uh, all of your favorite podcasting platforms.